0: Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's Weekly Games Podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me as always is Jeremy Braditch. The ninth planet in the solar system. <laughs> Pluto. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I will I will never forget when they demoted Pluto. I, I,
1: I will also never forget that.
0: I, there I, are kids these days who are growing up as that being a historical fact.
1: It is. I mean, it is a, it is true. Like it's a,
0: yeah, but it's, it's a thing that happened in the past outside of their, their consciousness. You know, it's like, it's like, I wasn't there for the Vietnam war, you know, but like, I was there when Pluto got demoted. That was a sad day. Pluto was always my favorite planet. (laughs) Get that on a shirt. I was there when Pluto got demoted
1: demoted. and all, all I got was this lousy shirt. No, like I I know what you mean, though, right? Because, like, I've been I've been listening to um, this podcast called The Dollop, which is like uh, an American history podcast. Um, and extra dollop, and uh, I'm I'm saying it's an American history podcast. And the episode that I've just been listening to is about Albert Einstein, which is which is funny. Um, and about what kind of what kind of a person he was, and and when they're when they're talking about him, it's funny that they that they are referencing people having conversations with Einstein when he was. A younger man and had not discovered or, or not not theorized uh, the theory of relativity, for example,
0: right? Because a- that hadn't happened yet. Because it hadn't
1: happened yet. But like them talking to Einstein and you know saying phrases like "You're not a genius, Einstein" or whatever, which is funny considering that Einstein now is is synonymous for the, with the word genius. Yeah, um, exactly. And it's it's funny to consider as well. Um, uh, you and I watched Oppenheimer um semi-recently and he's in that film.
0: Great movie.
1: Um yeah, great movie. I, don't know, I
0: can't believe I can't believe they cast Einstein for that, <laughs> yeah. for that movie.
1: Well first of all, whoever they got, I don't know who they got for Einstein, but like they
0: might as well have just gotten like the guy. I remember when the film came out and I think that person was interviewed as being like, I I kinda can't believe I'm doing this role, but I'm I'm I hope I can do it justice. Or yeah something
1: like that. Yeah. Like and you know I, I want I don't mean this like genuinely but oh boy. he did it justice just by looking like him, <laughs> uh, <laughs> only because he's, like, spitting fucking image. It's bonkers. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just, like, the, the the realization that, like, someone like Einstein, like, wasn't, it wasn't that long ago when he was alive. Yeah. Like, it. it just, it was, you know...
0: He was there during the Second World War, well, right? Yeah,
1: like you know, it's like he was alive when, like, when when he was alive, my parents were alive. Like, that's just how that works.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's wild.
1: Like, when did when did when did Einstein die?
0: Einstein, Einstein mm. death.
1: Uh, oh, okay. No, he, he wasn't he, he wasn't alive when our parents were alive. But that that's only off by a year. <laughs> he died oh, okay. in he died He's in close. 1955. Yep. So there are plenty of people alive, who one would have met Einstein, <laughs> yes, and two, were would have remembered when he when he
0: died. I am frequently uh, caught off guard by thinking about how, you know, when you'd be like ten and like the news would be on the TV and there'd be a like, ah, oh, this person died, and you'd be like, who and and. Your parents would be like, "Oh, damn! Oh, that's a shame." And you'd be like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah. Unless it was like, like a, like a tragedy. It was like someone either huge or like, yeah. like it happened really early, so you had a bit more of a reference for who they were. But like, if, if like tomorrow, I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna. I, don't, I don't want to pick someone. Just, just,
1: just <laughs> pick someone. It's fine. Just pick someone.
0: No, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't, wanna, you don't d- want to. jinx? It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's someone who did die recently? Uh, who died recently? Uh, the lead singer, yeah, this of, year or the last couple of years. The, let's no, let's say the Carrie lead, Fisher, right? The
1: lead singer of Smash Mouth. Oh, okay.
0: Oh yeah, lead singers, yeah, lead singer of Smash Mouth's a good one, right? Because like we watch Shrek, we know Smash Mouth, and it's like, oh, they die. That's 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 sad. But like my niece and nephew, if they hear that headline, they're gonna be like, who?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And then as yeah. it, as time goes on, it's just gonna be more and more of that where we we start, but we're gonna start seeing people who like have been around forever like one day when we are in like decades probably hopefully because you know otherwise this would be tragic but like brad pitt will die Mm. and we'll probably be like 50 or 60 or 70 and it'll be like oh wow like him i never thought that could happen but of course it could because that's what always happens but like well, like
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that boat at the moment when I'm looking at like some of like my favorite directors, for example, like I'm looking at, um, like to me the 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 like there's sort of a back and forth between like Tarantino's not like he's not incredibly old, like he's he's all he's he's mature, like but he 50, 60? Uh, he's probably in his like late fifties, early sixties, yeah, yeah, um, he's currently filming his tenth movie or writing his tenth movie, um, which is going to be his last film. He's 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 always said I'm going to do ten. I'm going to do not not any more than ten. Whether or not that That's ends up being arbitrary, oh, like I think he's basically said like I want to like I, w- I kind of want to go out on top like I don't want to like I don't want to keep doing stuff when I'm older and and maybe not doing as well because I'm a bit older like he wants to go out while he's sharp. I think what he'll done is, like what what he's talking about when he's talking about doing ten movies is he means writing and directing. Whereas he mm. will he will probably continue to write after his tenth film because
0: he's written films. So he, does, he doesn't wanna, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to like keep doing these whole very intensive like the, the, this, the last four years of my life have been this kind of a deal M-
1: maybe yeah. um but for example like marty scorsese he's he's quite old now um yeah. and his most recent film is has just wrapped and or no like not just wrapped like it's like it's out soon is it like post
0: prod oh right
1: yeah like it's like it, it, his it's it's been shown at film festivals um and like he's old enough now that like like without being too morbid like like i'm i'm almost treating everyone every movie that comes out as his last um not because More like it could be like it could be his last one because he just might retire yeah or two he might you know pass away like you like you don't know and that, that like his whole gang like de niro pacino um joe pesci all that stuff like they're all roughly the same age
0: I was thinking about that. Uh, you said Martin Scorsese is kind of old now. I was like, "Yeah, so are all of his actors."
1: Like that's the thing, right? Is like they're kind of gonna start falling off at some point. Yeah. That's just that's just how that goes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty pretty messed up. The world's a weird place.
1: It, it's like looking at um, you know, the original cast and crew of of the original Star Trek show, right? Like, mm. there's there there's like I think like six of them left out of the original like sort of nine um right and and they're all slowly you know eventually they'll all die Mm -hmm. like yeah shatner's like 90 or something
0: oh yeah he's he's really getting on yeah i uh it blew my mind when i found out that current day shatner was was old old times star trek man because i only knew him from like like my mum and my brother used to watch Boston Legal when I was like nine, and that show was beyond me when I was that young. Yeah, same. But like, you know, he was on it, and we had the DVD, yeah. and he's on the covers, and like, I was, you know, I'd walk past the TV and not be interested, and he'd be there on the TV, and yeah, and it was like, oh, that's, oh, oh, like that, because he's he's just, I don't know, still working, still doing, like, recognizable roles. Oh but not he's not 50 not, years older
1: not yeah n- not so much anymore but like yeah. I'm not
0: saying I'm not saying they're on the same level of like Kirk <laughs> yeah yeah
1: you know the other guy in Boston legal do you know who that is
0: yeah james spader yeah
1: yeah I didn't know that until like like a few years ago because I also that's, didn't watch that's
0: one. the like that's for me like my biggest touchstone for his work
1: oh for me it's the the Battlestar, like no sorry the stargate movie is what it is oh he he was the he was the the lead actor in the original Stargate film from the like late eighties,
0: Sam, I think you're talking Sam's in the chat, I think you're talking about will Wheaton, not uh william Shatner. Shatner was Kirk, yeah, yeah, will Wheaton. I've met will, but you know I, kind of a similar, kind of a similar vibe, you know, like a completely different person then to what he was now, you know like
1: I've met both of those people <laughs>
0: you you go to yeah, conventions yeah yeah
1: i I, yeah. I used to spend money on getting photos with them. Yeah. And I don't do that anymore. But I did. Fair enough. And it was fine. That's okay. Well, Wheaton's kind of awkward. <laughs> it's shocking to believe. It's a little bit awkward.
0: I, I, I would believe that. Yeah. So am I most days. All days. Hey, uh, everyone, this is the Minimap Cast. If you didn't know, this is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. <laughs> this is Minimap Casts not... in Memoriam segment. Yeah, the mor- Morbidity podcast. There's a bit of a weird start, but aren't they all? <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. If you didn't know, this podcast goes live every week on Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday, with 24 hours of early access given to all of our patrons. More on that in just a second. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell your friends, give the show a positive rating, join us for the live show maybe if you want to. What live show? Well, we are around on all the social medias. That is uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. The account is at MinimapAU. And yes, we're on Twitch every Monday night, streaming live 7:30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time until daylight savings hits soon. Soon, until daylight savings hits soon. Too many S's in there. It, it
1: is soon, isn't it? It's like in. It'll
0: be probably in about a month, maybe yeah. a little less. Yeah, Uh Yeah, it's time to warm up. To I'm not ready for summer. gonna I think I, I think it's gonna hit like a ton of bricks. and yeah. I'm not ready for y- it.
1: Yes, yeah, I I am with you in that boat.
0: Yes we are all in this rickety boat together. Um, so yeah if you like what you're hearing you could join us for the live show. It's a really good time. We just had a really weird uh, st- like uh, pre-show where uh, we spoke about uh, our time with cyberpunk recently uh, which we, we don't even have time for in the main show today um, and also what else we're talking about <laughs> Goofy and Pluto It things went really it went, it, they went in a strange direction. Um, So if you want to know what that's all about, come and join us on the Twitch stream. Um, We wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. So if you'd like to help keep the mics and lights on, you could support us by becoming one of our patrons over on Patreon. Uh, That's uh, for $5 a month. You can... You can support the channel. You can support us over there. It gives you 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Mini Map Cast. You get extra bonus features like some press conference watch-alongs we've done. Uh, you get recordings of the post-show. So if you miss the stream and you want to catch the, the shenanigans when we try to name the show uh, live with everyone in chat or come up with topics for the show, we did that last week. You can find that over there. So head on over to patreon.com slash au help us out and to and uh remember it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. It's um it's been a light week, Jeremy? It's, yeah, it hasn't it's, been a big week.
1: No, it's been it's been one of the one of the more quiet ones.
0: It's definitely it def, what it definitely hasn't been is a week where w- there's so much news that the whole show is going to be news. Uh yeah. Definitely not that. No, no. A- actually, no, that's exactly what it is going to be, actually, because that that is what it is. Because it it it's I lied. I lied, Jeremy. It's you been lied. a huge week. Yes. It's been ridiculous, really.
1: <laughs> I just realized you needed to change the stream info because we're no longer streaming Beton Brutal. Anyway, continue on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, for the pre-show. Yeah. Uh uh Yeah, it's um We we so for for the second half of the show, we'll be talking about the two showcases that were announced and uh shown off within 24 hours of their announcements and within seven hours of each other yeah we got a nintendo and sony state of play uh and a a nintendo direct i don't believe they did that
1: (laughs) i know right like especially
0: since the nintendo one was so heavily rumored surely sony had a good idea
1: it's not just heavily rumored it's like 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 it's
0: like legit confirmed Well,
1: but it's also just like it's storied like a september direct is is like it's it's a yearly thing yeah it's like christmas
0: yeah and uh no they did it on the on the same day it was wild yeah um but that's not our headliner today our headliner is the game engine unity uh, a game engine that you and I have experience with firsthand from our time at game design school where we learned how to do that we learned Unity, we learned how to program in it and deploy art assets in it and use the Unity store and, and use Unity, that's what we know, that's what we learned and it was, they were introducing all kinds of new software and like new updates every three to six months It was like oh they're introducing this, that's cool and like gobbling up like Plugins for things that were like, oh wow, yeah. you're gonna be able to edit scenes simultaneously with this new in house thing. That's really sick and we, all that.
1: We learned on Unity four, is is what we learned four, four. and I,
0: I I thought I only ever knew it as like Unity like 2017, Unity 28. I thought it was no,
1: that came just after I think. Oh okay, because because Unity five was the I believe was the big jump to, um. There was a cutscene creator tool that got added. Um, as yeah,
0: but wasn't wasn't our friend Brad playing with that in in our first year?
1: Yeah, but he got a, he got an exa- he got an exemption to use it, um, <laughs> because well because he wanted to use it and so he, he made he made a case and said can I use it because I want to use this and they were like okay fine, but like like you got to make sure that this works for what you're doing. Um, yeah, I believe that's the case. Um, uh, yeah, um yeah we, we we learn in unity we know unity um more like more importantly like unity is like the, like one of the go-to engines for uh, independent developers yeah um, for
0: student developers
1: for student developers for like medium sized studios even for some large like some large games as well also can be made it's- in
0: unity. It's also one of the most approachable engines. It's yes. one of the most competent, approachable, relatively easy to pick up versus how powerful it is. Engines.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they decided uh, like over the past week that they wanted to pull a real life gun out of um, the their pocket and repeatedly shoot their own feet. Um, yeah. And instead of moving their feet out of the way when they were firing their gun. They put the end of the gun against their feet to shoot yep.
0: it because they... And then pulled the trigger twice.
1: Yes. Oh, more than twice. They they emptied the whole clip.
0: Um, uh, well, yeah. And uh,
1: uh, they, they announced a new um, pricing structure uh, last now,
0: week. Jeremy, in this longer format of the show, I would be interested to know, do you, do you have a rough awareness of what, the previous licensing agreement is with Unity. I assume it, it's something similar to most engines or software in, in in games, where it's like you you once you hit a certain uh, amount made, which is fairly small, like probably five figures, right? Like you've made fifty thousand, then you need to pay us a license fee for having used this engine to make your game, and then that's what they you know that scales up the more that with the larger the studio is, the more they sell through and all of that.
1: Uh, um, I, I don't I don't I don't immediately know what it was. Um, what, what I believe it was, it was closer to something like Adobe, where it was like you would just pay a yearly fee to get, um, a specific version of of the software. I don't think it was based off how much money you were making at the time. Right. Um, I will. I will. If you could double check that while I'm while I'm sort of yep spieling, um, but my understanding was that it was it was a subscription style, um, Unity Pro versus Unity Personal. Um, oh,
0: I forgot they added the pro model. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, which is where they, and you know, they also take you know, money off their asset store and, and some of the stuff like like the collaborative features, I think, were an additional subscription that you had to buy. Um, and there was like, it was sort of like more bells and whistles that you could pay extra money for that was worth it for bigger developers to, to, to mm-hmm. fork out that money or developers with a, a, a greater deal of success um, to, to make their lives easier. Um, but, yeah, so the other day um, on a, like, what was it? It was on a on a Thursday, I believe.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels like a, a month ago, honestly. Yeah. Um, the, uh, let me see.
1: 15, 14, 13. Yeah, it was, like, on a, on a Thursday, uh, Unity announced um, their new pricing structure, which for eligible games games that hit a specific um, eligibility based on how much money they have made and been Over downloaded. 12 months.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, Unity would start charging um, a fee based on how many times... Oh, sorry. Unity would charge a fee on every time the game would be installed on a new users-slash-customers machine. So, if 150 people bought the game after this eligibility had been hit, had been Mm -hmm. reached, then Unity would start charging a fee on each one of those 150 people that downloaded the game to the developers themselves. Yes. Which is... Like this is this is a bad decision. <laughs> um, this is a, a a very bad decision. So the, the there's it's the th-
0: kind of one that it, it takes a second to dawn on you too. It, it
1: it does. It really does.
0: It's Be- like oh well, more money on the developers. I suppose like one install, maybe they bought it for like thirty bucks. So what's twenty cents? You know, like.
1: But but yeah but like but it's not it's like the the thing that that I had to initially overcome in my mind is that yeah. it's not like it's not on every purchase they're not taking a cut of every purchase they're taking and it's, a cut of every some
0: games uh some games are free to play as well you yep. know like and then it's pulling out of a different money yeah. pile
1: it, it's taking it's taking it, it's it's charging a fee based on ev- on at the time at least initially it was every install um. That means if one person downloads the game on their machine and then they have a second computer they want to download that that game to say a second computer, say a steam deck, they would be uh the developers of the game would be charged twice against this single user
0: mm-hmm.
1: per install per install now immediately everybody was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Like, hang on, yeah, hang on a minute, hang l- on. L- like, what are you talking about? Like, this is this is nuts. This is this is terrible. What What does that mean? And so, the questions started to fly out everywhere. The, the, they initially put up a blog post where they spoke about this and shared some facts. Sk- shared a table about how much money you had to be making, how much money the game had like, to have made. Yeah, let
0: me clear this up, and then like, and yeah,
1: put this put this wild table. Um, which is like like for for Unity Personal and Plus, you had to make over $200,000 in the last 12 months and you had to have over 200,000 installs, for example. Um, for Unity Enterprise, which is the other end of that scale, the highest end scale, you had to make over a million dollars in the last 12 months and over a million down, lifetime downloads. Um, they would then charge... 20, 20 cents per install on the personal and plus, which is the the two hundred thousand dollars in the last twelve months and two hundred thousand lifetime installs. So twenty cents per install on that one, um, no matter what, um, yeah. And for the Unity Enterprise, um, which is the again the higher end. I'm just, I'm I'm skipping the middle only because I'm just trying to just give
0: the the yeah the, yeah the, the like end. it kind of doesn't necessarily matter yeah um it's all the same thing
1: yeah for the first one to hundred and for the first one to one hundred thousand installs, um, they would charge uh, twelve point f- uh, sorry, what's that? Twelve point five cents. Yeah. Um, on 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 those installs, uh, six cents on on an every install that was between the first one hundred thousand and the first five hundred thousand. Two cents on five hundred thousand to a million. One cent on one million plus. They seem kind of arbitrary. <laughs> These numbers yeah. seem extremely arbitrary. Um, and they said, like, this is going to take place uh, January 1st, 2024.
0: Like, they, they just said and that. And they also said it will apply retroactively it will apply retroactively so i think so for people who have made their games in unity and have already sold it and made their money and have re spent it into building out their studio or or new hires or their next project some of these devs are about to be slugged with a five six seven figure bill so, so I'm, I'm not sure if
1: that's, like, I, like I, I was never clear if that was the case. That was always the part that has still struggled. I've struggled, struggled to wrap it's my head around. Retroactivity. Well, because, like, I know that what they're saying is the retroactivity would take place, but I didn't, I couldn't wrap my head around as if they would then immediately charge you that bill or the retroactive data would come into effect. And then at that moment, they would start to charge if you were instantly eligible.
0: Right.
1: Yeah I, I i was never super cl- I was never super sure. About right,
0: that. if it was going to determine eligibility rather than a um, yes. re- per download fee, I mean yeah. that would be better. But you know, I'm not going to put anything past them at this
1: stage. N- no, neither am I. And I think one of the biggest issues with all this entire thing is how much this doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. It it goes on to raise even further questions about subscription services like Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. Demos were initially included in this, and then were were quite quickly excluded from this, which is funny considering that gambling games, uh, or games with gambling, um, uh, with a focus on gambling, were excluded from this, from Day Dot. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I read that somewhere.
0: That was part of their initial pitch, something like that. Um, oh, that's gross. Uh,
1: free to play games would just get kind of fucked by this if they don't have really intense um, uh, microtransaction.
0: Uh, implementation right. and that and that's part of the thing as well right because haven't they don't they have some sort of in-engine monetization program that they can offer that they're offering developers that they're trying to get people to use or am I pulling that out of my ass uh,
1: I'm I'm not familiar with that maybe
0: I'm not sure. okay maybe I'm pulling that out of my ass don't 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 quote me on that <laughs> something you can quote me on is I do have at least one of their previous payment systems so this is uh this was 20 this was announced 2016 so this is when we were studying and they went from Unity 5.x uh, in 2016 to Unity 2017 in 2017. Um, and when that happened when they changed to the yearly model of the engine, um, it became very much like Adobe, right? Instead of buying Adobe Creative Suite 6 or whatever, and you bought that for like $1,200 and you got it all, yeah, you, you have to pay the subscription. And that's basically what they've got here. So it was Unity personal. It's free if you earn less than a hundred thousand K in revenue or funding, then you don't need to, it, you can stay on that tier. It's all platforms. You have to right. have the splash screen.
1: Yeah.
0: The next tier was, uh, $35 per month with a 12 month commitment with a cap of $200,000 revenue or funding. And then the next one was unity pro with no revenue cap for $125 per month with 12 month commitment. Um, and then, and the, the the shitty thing about that was that, but those second more pro tiers, the non-free tiers, the the reason we didn't like it at the time was because that was where they put the um the dark mode. You had to yeah, you had I, to. I, I the think dark mode went behind the paywall. I
1: think that that got changed because it got moved from just a uh, from, it just got it, it got moved from just an appearance setting to an accessibility setting, yeah, um, which yeah. is where dark mode should always be. Like it should always yeah. be an accessibility thing as opposed to a thing that you have to pay for, um. I believe so, yeah. that did get
0: moved. So like it it like it's it is kind of relatively cheap when you look at it that way like I mean I guess it gets interesting when you're looking at Unity Pro it's $125 per month with a 12 month commitment. Is that like per license? So then like you you you're paying $125, $125 per month per employee? Yeah,
1: it it, it it'll be that. That that's that, that's how that, that's how enterprise software works, right? Like it's it's you charge that's, you charge per account. That's already
0: a packet. Like yeah, that it, is
1: it's it's a bit of money. Um, but it's like, but the thing is is that's like
0: fifteen hundred dollars that a company needs to pay to Unity Unity per employee.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not it's not cheap. But I think the important thing is is it's you, you can budget it, right? Like like you yeah. know
0: you got to you got to pay someone something, right?
1: T- totally. But but you know how much you're going to be paying. You know the thing that is that everybody is is rightfully so up in arms about is that there is suddenly this dramatic, intense amount of uncertainty around how much everybody's going to be paying, at any at any given moment, right? Um, and,
0: and it also reads as a bit of a like. Uh, uh a reason to not want to have your game be successful too it's like the more successful it is the 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 more you're going to be charged
1: and it's like and it's it's it it puts this intense metric of of success or or this even intense metr- metric on like on the ability to make games mm. is now like is now intrinsically tied with how much money it is going to make and continue to make, which is just, like, first of all, not what Unity is, like, known for.
0: No, it's definitely not what it started as. No,
1: and also not what games and art is. This is the equivalent of Adobe charging you or I every time someone downloads a PNG we've exported.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or like clicks play on a video that you happened to export from premiere in the first it, place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is, it is, it is such a, such a like aggressive money grabbing technique. Um, and so, you know, there was like, there was dozens and dozens of studios and developers, um, you know, uh, having, you know, very angry um, responses to this online Um
0: some really good ones, too. yeah. Yeah, some
1: really great ones. Um, some really, really incredible jokes as well have mm-hmm. come out of this, thankfully. Um, there was one uh that I that I saw today. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up while, while I'm talking, but like the, the 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 response has just been so so overwhelmingly negative from literally every single angle, and yeah. It's done the thing that the games industry hates the most, which is it has garnered attraction from the news outside of the game sphere. Yes, yes. If there is one thing that the games industry hates more than anything else, it's being noticed by the people that are outside.
0: Yep, yep, exactly. Um, It's like if, if something's gone that badly that like... Yeah, you hear about it on like <laughs> the radio in the car, or yeah, like yeah. you just uh, on like ABC News or whatever. It's like, oh fuck! It's totally right, and 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 then you don't know what kind of reporting you're going to get on the issue, and people are going to ask you about it, and they're not going to have the right info, and it's going to be too big to talk about, and you're also annoyed about it anyway.
1: Yeah, and and immediately they they cannot control the narrative anymore. It has gone. It has gone so well beyond what they can ever consider talking about.
0: Yeah, um, it's just like a, a gigantic collective
1: fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, like this this goes down terribly. Everyone is rightfully very upset, and then for the past five days on Twitter and and other social media platforms, all I see from game developers is them trying Godot, them trying Unreal, them trying Game Maker.
0: And which is, which is no, it's not a small deal. It's a huge deal to have to do that.
1: And them having open public conversations about we are now considering extending out our development timeline to account for having to change games engines three months from launch. Yeah. (laughs) It is so, so bad. It's so bad. And, the fact that they and went, and it would
0: stop me from using it as a as a student. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, can you imagine the universities? <laughs> can you there, imagine there'd be no reason for them to teach it? It would be, it would be such a red flag to everyone who had seen it because it's making news everywhere. Yeah, and that anyone who's like, why are we learning Unity? And they could be like, oh well, it's what we know. Is like, no, I'm not. If you're if you're teaching me Unity, I'm not coming here. Like, it's going to become that. So yeah. then the unis will will either if they don't change already, which most of them probably will then they'll figure out pretty quickly that their student body isn't interested in what they're pushing. Well,
1: it's not even that. It's like the uni's probably looking at that going like, well, we've got duty of care to try and not bankrupt a bunch of our students before they even complete their game course. You know, like, and, mm-hmm. you know, don't get me wrong. If they hit this threshold, they've like, they have achieved uh, a, a, a game that has become somewhat of a hit at, the, at a university yes. course. But
0: fuck if me, the uni set them up to like put themselves in that trap that Unity is setting up,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Unity then go quiet for a while. Like a couple people, a couple execs at, at, at Unity are having conversations with like Totillo from Axios and, and a couple other places, and to try and to try and try and get a a single hand on this narrative that that has left them because everyone's looking at it going, like, what the fuck have you done?
0: And, like, they came back with that clarification, like you said, of, like, oh, no, 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 demos won't count. It's like, we're not really that worried about the demos. It's not just the demos.
1: But they came back with, if you are on um, uh, Xbox Game Pass, for example, which has 25 million-plus subscribers... We will know. We will not be charging you, the developer, um, for these installs. We'll be charging companies like Xbox. Which <laughs> like, 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 oh, will you now? <laughs> Do Xbox know this? <laughs>
0: like, have you, have you ch- sat down? The with- service that is like historically and actually quite publicly this year known become known for being run at a loss.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, like, not, not even like, not even like, run added an intense loss but a a service that is there to be a part of a greater ecosystem yes and and to be there to like
0: make act, money for the company yeah avenues. like
1: act as a vessel to get you involved in other adjacent projects run by uh, the, the I'm not sure if you're aware of this carrier the, the company that that owns Xbox is um, uh, Microsoft.
0: Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. The Windows company. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That. They they put Windows on cars and, and homes. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a good service. Yeah. Uh, if I do, if I search the word uh, Microsoft company size in the world, um, the their total assets um, as of this year um, are worth four hundred eleven billion dollars.
0: Okay. Um.
1: And they have uh, 221,000 employees um, around the world. Um, That's a lot. They're a company um, that are big enough and rich enough that they would have um, lawyers on retainer.
0: (laughs) Probably hundreds or thousands. Hundreds, at least. (laughs) At least. At least hundreds, if not four figures.
1: That I think... we have no reason to believe Microsoft had any
0: idea about this. No. And... No, this is like when um, when CD Projekt Red were like, oh, you could just refund the game. Yeah. And Sony were like, excuse me, what?
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, it, it was also hilarious that this executive one, Mark Whitten like, named Xbox by name. It wasn't even, like... It wasn't even, like, the owner of that publisher will be the... The owner of that subscription service will be responsible for the bill. It was, like... No, like, in in the case of of AgroCrab, which was the example that we're using, if they're on Game Pass, then the bill will go to Microsoft. (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay. If you say so. Um, And
0: that becomes a thing where Microsoft, instead of having to put the... Like, let's say one... there's It's an average of one install per Game Pass user. Let's say they don't want to give unity five million dollars at this on the first of january yeah and and let's keep in mind that many game pass owners install many games because the service offers hundreds of games which many of them will include unity so like i imagine they would just become a policy for xbox if that were the case where they would just say no unity games
1: yeah no unity games or like or we're rate limiting Unity games. It's like, oh, we've yeah. we've hit a point where we actually don't want to pay this anymore um, until next month. Yep. Um, and so, therefore, we will uh, halt downloads of Unity games. Good luck getting in the next batch. <laughs> um. Uh, it goes on. Mm. Um. Uh, the, the, the there are other examples that get thrown around. Um, over the next over the following days. Um, but today, Kerry, um, today there okay, was yeah. um, uh, an update from Unity. Um, they, they they tweeted, um, I've just lost it. I know I bookmarked it. Here we go. Unity said on Twitter, we have heard you. We apologize for the confusion and angst the runtime fee policy we announced on Tuesday caused. Interesting word, angst. Mm. <laughs> Confusion. No one was confused. All
0: of all of this hand wringing instead of like it's like, oh, you're all you're all so concerned. Yeah. Oh no.
1: We are listening, talking to our team members, community customers, and partners, and we'll be making changes to the policy. We will share an update in a couple of days. Thank you for your honest and critical feedback. So
0: <sighs> So nothing there yet, just to like hold
1: n- nothing there yet. The, the thing is it's too late <laughs> it's it's too late they yep. have you can't you can't unset something on
0: fire <laughs> no and you can't get these devs to turn around and come back to unity when they've just spent the last week trying to figure out how to get as far away from it as possible because it might tank the company if they don't like like the the the, ho- the, the horses have bolted they're out They're out of the stable. It's over.
1: (laughs) So there was also, in the past, there was uh, a line included in their Terms of Service agreement, uh, which says that when you download a version of Unity, you will be able to get um, a Terms of Service that is attached to that that version of Unity. And that is your Terms of Service. So your Terms of Service is intrinsically linked to the... Legitimate copy of Unity that you have installed on your machine. That way, if something changes down the line, um, your terms of service will not change mm. uh, mm-hmm. to an updated version of the client that you are using. It will stay attached to the version that you are using. Um, they it's made
0: like that's the, that's the one you paid for. That's the those are the terms you get.
1: They made that change a little while ago as a show of good faith, um, which I think is I think was was. A good faith thing for them to do. Hmm. Um, that that line is gone, um, and they have said they have said publicly that if uh, that that from now on this is the terms of service. L- they are doing the Star Wars like I voted the deal. The prayer don't alter it any further. Um, hmm. Kind of kind of line there, um, and one of the lawyers who wrote something somewhere. Said something along the lines of like this is, this is ground legitimately in California law, which was hilarious to consider. It's
0: like uh, this is legal, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also like, like okay, are gonna send the fucking California cops to me in Melbourne or whatever? Like, what do you like? Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, Th- they have removed that. That that no longer exists. They've deleted their GitHub repository, um, which included all of their terms of services. That was not done last weekend that was done a little while ago to mm. be to be fair um you have to wonder how long these changes were were in the pipeline but but yeah the the they didn't delete the the github repository of all previous terms of services days before this happened
0: um, no it's still it's part of a general trend though right yes. of more business forward money making these things don't happen in a vacuum anti developer decisions um so uh,
1: Rami Ismail has has quote tweeted this this statement, um, uh, saying, and it's
0: he's t- had a bunch of great things to say about this. So
1: totally, totally. Uh, saying it's terrifying to think Unity leadership dragged this over the weekend, leaving every studio out there with genuine existential concerns, and even now cannot simply go. Our intent is to drop the per install fee. We have what uh, sorry, and 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 cannot simply go. Quote: Our intent is to drop the per install fee. We have to be worried longer, and we have to keep talking about this. This is a trust issue. Devs spent the weekend trying Godot and Unreal for the first time in their lives. One developer managed to port their text-based game core over to Godot in 14 hours of work. Studios prepared to apply for some porting grants to Unreal. These steps are significant. The biggest irony is in their hunt for big money, Unity had to destroy the one thing they could have helped regain some trust, a terms of service clause that says they can't change the terms of service retroactively. The very clause that existed, but they revoked ahead of the runtime fee announcement. Um, he goes on for, for, for quite a while in, in many tweets. Um, but like that, that's the gist of it, right? It's like they've, they've not just fucked up, but they have fucked up in fucking up and hurt everybody along mm. the way and um,
0: and gotten in their own way and and like they've made it much more difficult for them to be able to achieve the goals that they wanted to achieve with this policy yeah they're going to lose thousands of users and developers with this they're going to lose all of the unis they're going to lose so much from this yep yep um, and it's tricky like if the company is that big and they're not making enough money I mean who says how much is enough right like they're they're, they're probably publicly traded at this point so like uh,
1: they are definitely publicly traded
0: so like you know you as soon as the company gets that big you, you, you're, you're in murky waters but like at the same time like this is such you <laughs> so people who get paid the big bucks it, it's, it's, it's so that they don't make boneheaded decisions like this so that if they need to operate under pressure and and do something gracefully, that that could affect so many thousands of their own employees, their bottom line, their future prospects, their reputation, that it doesn't all vanish in the case in, in over the course of seventy two hours. Yeah, like and which like, is what's happened here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and like and the, like this was in my video, and I think it's worth bringing up again. The CEO of Unity um, is a guy named John. Uh, Riccatiello. Um, over the past year, he has sold something along the lines of uh, 50,000 shares um, in Unity. He is the CEO- of, and,
0: the, of the company that he
1: is the CEO of. The CEO and president of, yep. Um, he sold 50,000 shares. Sold 50,000 shares. I don't know how many he owns. He could own 3 million shares. Like, we don't know how much he owns. Um, but he has sold 50,000 and purchased none um, over this year. Not a single one. And he also uh, sold two thousand shares um, on the ninth of September. Oh, um, this year, like nine days ago. Yeah, nine days ago. Um, three days prior to this announcement, or four days prior to this announcement, I think. Oh, and that's finance. <laughs> okay. Wow. Do with that oh, what uh, you will. I will make that no seems, I will make no legal assertions about anything.
0: That 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 seems not great.
1: Perhaps nebulous.
0: Yes, perhaps uh dubious. Yes, dubious. Perhaps warranting further investigation.
1: One would assume he had some uh some information of of, of the inside of that company prior to his mm. his uh trading.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Yes, I mean, I'm not sure if there's any laws around that or not. That's it's, it's tricky. I, I wouldn't know. Maybe, I'm maybe not, in I'm, California, I,
1: I'm not a lawyer. Like, I don't know, and <laughs> definitely
0: not a California lawyer.
1: No, no, I've 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 not I'm not I'm not super familiar with many many laws in California about uh, trading companies um, and people inside of companies trading stocks when they know information. The mm. like, there's only one that I can sort of think about, which is there was a company in like the 80s and 90s called um, Enron. Uh, I'm not sure if you know a lot about them, but uh oh, oh, okay well
0: <laughs> they're uh did they did they did they get prosecuted for something?
1: They are what we call um <laughs> uh, like a like a legal precedent
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm I'm
1: I'm not sure I I, I'm not sure if Jeff Skilling is still in prison or if he's or if he's released like, at this point. But I know that must have
0: called it like outside share swapping or something.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 just not sure. Um Yeah, no, that's 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 fine. Okay, this company was based in Such Texas, a weird bit. This, this, this company was based in Texas, Enron, but I know that they did trade um California um energy a lot. Mm. Uh you had have you heard of the California rolling blackouts, Kerry? No. Oh, okay. Well, they
0: caused that. For, some further reading for me then. There's a movie I can send you, it's really good. There's there's a a group a point you mentioned just before that I want to bring up now as well. You mentioned how these developers are pivoting. Yeah, they're picking up Godot. They're picking up Unreal. Unreal. This announcement is coming off the back of Unreal announcing some very developer positive initiatives, very um, generous. Well, in the in the grand scheme of things, more generous uh, revenue splits. Uh, some, like, first developed, like, first game programs, right, that, like, means they don't have to pay publishing fees for X number of months or something, like, like really outright actively positive things. Again, the kind of things that it's like, Epic's probably losing money on that, but they're gaining goodwill, they're gaining a user base, like, and, and they've already got a great user base in the enterprise industry, so they're they're, they're, they will, they're already starting to come for Unity's slice of the pie in terms of that beginner 3D engine market to to come up with ways to make it more approachable to come up with ways to make it more enticing for an audience that is maybe a little on the uh, more amateur to indie to to startup side of things and it it's just a no brainer now like I would if I heard this news and I was still studying that day I would be installing Unreal Engine five
1: yeah yeah like and like the, the... <laughs> on top of all of this the, uh, the 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 things that unity have been focusing on the, on the past year is like shit like ai like they have been going yeah. the exact opposite direction that people want them to go in that they yes. should be going in
0: that like the industry wants yeah. yeah
1: um like and you know the the head of the company is, is, is been a, is been a, a, a gaming company executive for quite a while. He used to be the head of EA for, for a little, for a spell there. Um, in, in, while he was the head of EA, he's been quoted to say on investor meetings, and the audio is out there on YouTube. You can still listen to it. The only version of the audio that you can listen to uh, or that I'm about to talk about has got, um, the Darth Sidious music playing over it. I couldn't, I legitimately couldn't find one without it. <laughs> um, Because that's the only edit that's out there that people keep resharing. But uh, he's—that's funny. He was suggesting that you know, when you're playing a video game for six hours, you're a lot more uh, price like uh, you're a lot more inclined to spend money when you've been gaming for six
0: hours. So, right, like you're numb to the spending. You're
1: numb to the spending. So we should start charging people who are playing Battlefield a dollar to reload their weapon. Is what he said on an investor call.
0: Right, because they won't notice, and then they'll make bank.
1: Because they won't notice, and they can make bank. It's and even then, after that, when he came into running Unity, he has been quoted to call developers some of the biggest fucking idiots. That's a quote. That's right.
0: When after some other Unity backlash, wasn't well, well, it? Like two it or was, three years ago, it was.
1: He was referencing studios that don't, um, don't make dramatic, um, capitalization on microtransactions saying any in, in, like, you know, that's what he was saying as if that's the only way to do it. Yep. Moron.
0: Yep. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's, it's been fascinating to watch them implode when no one forced them to. And it's, that is what in tennis we call an unforced error. And it's, so sad
1: right like this is like this is the end of unity for for many people yeah for for people who have been using unity for for decades like this is such such an instant like eject button
0: yeah it really is it really is and and you know it like you said it, it has kind of been foreshadowed with the the talk about ai um how how much they're prioritizing initiatives like that for their future developments in the engine and stuff like that. It's not necessarily that out of character, that surprising. Yeah. What is surprising is just how fucking bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of like the the mentality and what they're focusing on and and prioritizing all of that, it's just so fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. I will be fascinated to see what how far they backpedal. I'll be fascinated to see what the long term reports are for how much this damages them. That there's so much I want to see going forward on this. Like maybe maybe it's not going to hit them as hard as we think, but it is going to hit them. Like this is going to be a problem. Like you know, it's that kind of thing of like we with our current if if all if our, we didn't lose any install base, we should make another twenty percent off of each user on the platform they're like okay well how many If how high can we make the like how gross can we make this that we start losing customers but not enough customers that that percentage of like how much more money you make is still positive you know like yeah and- I, I wonder if they did that math they did those maths and it it, it showed them that they thought they were going to lose some and it was still going to be profitable for them in the long run i can't see that the, that this amount of backlash, though, is going to, and and this much uncertainty and everything we've just discussed is going to balance out in a way that is positive for them. I just ca- I just can't see it.
1: So I've got another potential hypothetical for you. It's it's all a part of a master grand plan.
0: Yes, that oh, is. I did hear something like this. Please go on.
1: That is, they make error after error after error. Stock for the stock price gets driven down. Um, oh, I've got it. Like so, so according to um, the the market summary on just on the homepage of Google when you search Unity stock price, um, in the like the uh, year to, year to date. Oh no, 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 sorry, not year to date. Over the past twelve months, um, uh, year to date, it's actually up 34 percent, which is interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: In the past 12 months, it's down
0: 1%. Okay.
1: In the past 5 years, it's down 46%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, so basically since we stopped using it. Uh <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry. That's that, that's past 5 years. Sorry. My like th- let, let let me re let me re- say that because I I now remember why that this looks so much worse than what it is. They've actually only been public since 2020. Um, oh, so le- like if the, the the five year button that's on the homepage of Google is 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 an inaccurate button. It's, it's erroneous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Since since they went public, they initially were trading at 68 cents. That was when that was their public price um, okay. for IPO. When they now they are
0: trading at 36 cents. Ooh. Um, that's not good, right? <laughs> Companies trading below their opening price? That seems bad. (laughs) No, but like, I I don't know whether companies (laughs) typically... Like open at a certain price and it goes down and then they build from there. Like whether the opening price becomes like a number that they completely disregard or not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not
1: laughing at you. I'm laughing yeah, at yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I'm, I I'm laughing at the sentence. Like the like hmm. They, they That's bad. Yeah, like the they're down forty six percent in 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 three years. Like is that bad? <laughs> 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 Just like the raising your hand, <laughs> like Homer <laughs> Simpson. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> um at the end of the year if they if if they if they hover around there do they shop themselves around are they leaning up
0: why would they do that? Why wouldn't they try to sell for a higher price? All right, Or they, it, would they be selling for too high a price? And well, because,
1: because people want to buy them on the cheap. That you, Like you you sell off a bunch of stuff, you bring your price down, you make yourself look appetizing so you can get bought so that your president, your CEO, uh, who is in this case the same person, um gets then a two-year contract to say, all right, we'll keep you on for two years and then we'll revisit that. And then at the end of that, you'll get a you'll get a payout
0: because- You get a golden parachute. Because
1: any time a company gets bought by another company, they give the CEO two-year as a contract, which is kind of like a little like, yeah, you did it, mate.
0: They, yeah. they
1: keep you paying. And then at the end of it, everybody goes, all right, it's time for you to move on. And the person goes, it is time for me to step aside. Everyone looks like a hero. They get a giant payout. And someone else gets to own them. That's how that's 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 the that's how it
0: works. If that was the if that is their intention, I find that we're so speculating. Disgusting. By the way,
1: we are definitely speculating. Continue. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <I laughs> this to, to make that very basically hypothetical
0: at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pardon me. If that was their intention for something like that to happen, that would be so. That would be such a flagrant disregard. It would show such a flagrant disregard for the thousands of lives that those decisions affect, not just their thousands of employees, of which they have thousands, not just the many, many studios, but also all of their employees and all of the developers who have spent that time training up for what will essentially become an engine that no one wants to touch anymore, a poison chalice. Like,
1: well, but that, but then the company that that buys them, right? The company that comes in and purchases. Oh,
0: they can per- they can rehabilitate, sure, but that will take years, Jeremy. Well,
1: but like, the, there's something to be said about fresh owners undoing the bad decisions, coming in and saying, "Hey, all those decisions, they're gone, they're retroactively gone. You don't have to worry yes. about it. Come back in open arms. Remember the unity, you know, and love." You, yes. got, you got to admit like 10 years of being in a in a program there's something to that to be excited about to say like I can
0: go back to the thing that I know. While I agree like what we're talking about is we know the sales process for a company being sold off like this it takes it takes months of shopping around it takes weeks then to confirm with a single person or a, a single other entity and then it takes more months sometimes years to actually finalize the sale, at which point, like you said, the CEO of the company is probably going to remain as the CEO for at least two years. It's going to take years for any Maybe. kind of change to really funnel through and permeate that, that brand. And if the company that did buy it did like suddenly revert it, that that kind of looks bad on them in a, in a way. Cause they're like, we bought this thing that we think wasn't doing well, so we could completely change it. But like they're,
1: have you considered it would make them a lot of money?
0: <laughs> I guess I I guess I haven't. <laughs> because yeah. they I'd, can look I at mean, that I don't know say, what's worse, honestly. Them doing this on purpose or them doing this accidentally. Like yeah, like incidentally. Like yeah. like or both. Like it like one factor like parts of one and parts of another. Like it, it also it's just bad. It's so bad, Jeremy.
1: Yeah. Yes it is.
0: You know it's bad when my arms are up above my head. Yeah. Like <laughs> yep. I'm like Kermit over here. <laughs> Uh. Well, have you got any other nuggets there for us Jeremy? No. Not really. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm I'm going to be fascinated to see how this story develops over the coming months. Yeah. Um Yeah. We'll I, see.
1: I'm curious like I know that um he's actually here is a nugget. I know that there was, there was planned to be a Unity town hall um a couple of days after this announcement oh. which which got canceled. Um, really? yeah, like it got like completely like, <laughs> like we are canceling this, you know, postponing this. Um, I'm I'm like, we've got games week coming up, um, in Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne International Games Week's coming up, and like Unity are there, like they're always there. Like, I'm curious, I'm like, I'm, I'm curious, just
0: oh, as the engine individually, <laughs> well, well,
1: both, right? Like, there, there, there's Unity reps in Australia, Australia is probably one of Unity's biggest markets, um, yep. uh. And on top of that, like in the like in the past, Unity has sponsored events, um, whether it be parties or industry days or you award know,
0: shows, yeah,
1: stuff like that. Like they're around. Um, yep, they've they've been they've been sponsors of local scene events. Um, you got to wonder just what the vibe is.
0: I'm gonna guess. I can tell you what most people will feel is the vibe right now is bad. Pretty
1: pretty fucking <laughs> rancid.
0: All right. Well, with that, with that said, we're going to toss it to a break now. When we come back, we're going to go over the Nintendo Direct and Sony State of Play that happened last week. It'll be a fun <laughs> palate cleanser. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've just come back from the break, where we learned that Jeremy's least favorite food is cantaloupe, uh, and also that he can fit his entire iPhone Pro Max into his mouth. Have you seen? I know you haven't seen the movie. Not, but not the entire phone, but you could fit the, like the, the a width third of it in that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I know you haven't seen that movie, but have you seen the the screenshot of the 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 frame of A Clockwork Orange where Alex's eyes are like strapped open by like metal machinery?
0: Yeah, I know it vaguely. Yeah, like that with my mouth, like I'm fine. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, like if what someone does that mean if someone were do that with your mouth and you're fine?
1: Like, if someone were to do that to my mouth, yeah, I'd be fine. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. any, I wouldn't have any issues.
0: You know, people do that at like the orthodontists, right? Like, that's just a normal thing. Like, they have tools that will, I will literally do what you're doing with your hands there. And, like, yeah, but, I heard your mouth like that.
1: I like, I have always had a quite an elastic face. <laughs> Go on. That's that, that's it. Like, there's a lot of my face that you can pull for quite a while.
0: That is quite elastic. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I do not think I could do that. It's always like, been. I can't really stretch on this. Like you're you're pulling on yours. Like that hurts for me.
1: I think my my, my I I'm my family uh, genes. <laughs> the they're quite
0: like a frilled neck lizard. <laughs> they're quite jowly. A lot of my family <laughs>
1: members, and so okay. I I will get that. I will get like a sag in my in my jaw as I as I turn into an old man.
0: A number of chins,
1: not many chins. It's 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 just 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 the just the
0: sag of the whole jaw. Just some like Nixon cheeks.
1: Yeah, but but not not like big, just down. Because Nixon cheeks are like big and down.
0: Whereas like yeah, just I think he had a bit of a bit of extra. Weight on him as well, like compared to you, as well as quite jolly. Kinda, yeah. He
1: was he was very skinny in some parts of his body, and like and and carried a bit of weight in others. He's a very odd looking man, Richard
0: Nixon. I can't believe you know that.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> like like I've always been fascinated by him because. I think that his, his body shape, well, like genuinely, because like, I'm so familiar with like characterizations of him that when I okay, see yeah, yeah. like interviews of him or if I see clips of him and stuff, like he doesn't feel like a real person. This is what, this is what we're talking about before when talking about like when someone dies, it's like an event, like, <laughs> like Nixon is such an important character to like American history, yeah. but also doesn't like, he feels like a, like a larger than life. Like, you like know, a
0: fictional character. Yeah,
1: he feels like a cartoon like character, the Terminator or like like Trump. Like he's
0: yeah.
1: so so close to
0: Trump in that way. Sam, when you were messing with your face in the chat, said, "What the fuck? You have like a the mask face?" Uh, uh, the, yeah. So so Jim
1: Carrey's elasticity was was a thing that I w- wanted to have as a child.
0: <laughs> I used I used to you look to at g- Jim Carrey. Like, like augmented by ILM's face elasticity.
1: Oh no, because, because he can just, he can just transform his, like he can turn his face into, um, Clint Eastwood's face just by like pulling it. And it's like, but like, as in just pulling a face and it's uncanny. It is truly bizarre.
0: I need to see that. That sounds amazing. Yeah.
1: It's, it's when Kerry was young, um, doing stand up. um,
0: Sorry, I thought you said Kerry
1: Sorry, sorry. It's when Jim Kerry was was young. Jim,
0: that's the that's the only way I could tell people who to, who have an American accent what my name actually is. It's Carey. No, like, yeah. oh, it's not. It's not Carey, It's it's Carey. Yeah. And well, actually, no. That that just confuses them. Yeah. You gotta say not, that was very funny that it happened then.
1: <laughs> not say not like Jim or Drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like me. Yeah, like you. Carrie like I you. I say, like uh, O'Brien. They w- they won't know who that is. <laughs> no, they never do. Not even uh not even um Packer. Not even Carrie Packer. No, they don't get it.
1: The, the, I remember when when we first when we first got access to Bard, which is the Google's version of Chat GPT at work. Right. I I I told her to tell me what do you know about minimap, and so it pulled information, being like you know like what the website is from from our about page and like and who's LinkedIn and stuff, and it said. Minimap is a video games publication run by Jeremy Bradtich and Kerry O'Brien.
0: Oh, that's right! I forgot that. I God, I wish I that Kerry O'Brien. So funny! I've got one. he
1: got one of his books. Turns out he's great. Hell of a fucking writer.
0: <laughs> I would love to be a journalist of his integrity to the point that I was offered a, an award and then I could turn it down out of from an ethical point of view. Yeah, no, he's 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 good. He's really good. He's he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Like, he, he was a mainstay in our house. So we were a very ABC household. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Um, And it was like, oh, he's a carry. That's cool. But, yeah. To, to us, and, and to a lot of people, but to
1: us, he will be one that when he dies, will be like, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And my niece and nephew will say, Who? who's that? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Hey, this is, a, this is a, just in case you forgot, this is a podcast about video games. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about some. Last week, there were, there were rumors about both of these things happening. But what we didn't know would happen is that both of these showcases would happen literally within seven hours of each other. Like the Nintendo Direct happened at 12 a.m., our time. And then the Sony state of play happened, PlayStation state of play happened at 7 a.m., our time that, that morning. Yep. So, like, I don't know what they were doing. Whether they coordinated that or didn't coordinate it, it's really weird. But what we're going to do, um, <laughs> Jeremy and I are on opposite sides of the fence here in terms of which was the better conference. So I think maybe that should be part of the discussion here. Maybe <laughs> yeah. once we, I don't. When would we? When would we do that? We'd have to get through both of them first.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 go through one. We'll go through the other. We'll talk about them holistically, and then we'll and we'll do like a quick comparison.
0: And then we'll break it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we're going to do, we'll break it down in the order that they came out. So we'll talk about the Nintendo Direct first. Um, I'll go through, I've, I've grabbed eight of each of the most noteworthy things that I, I just felt were the most noteworthy. Uh, there were a couple of new games announced that like are unknown quantities I didn't care much about, like Unicorn, Overlord. I thought it's a weird name and it didn't really grab me, but whatever. Um, so I, that's not there, but there's plenty of other stuff. So the big stuff's here. We'll go over that and then we'll pick our top one or two things that we... We're excited for the most from each one. Uh, yeah, so starting with Nintendo, um, one of the so the the things they announced uh, at the very end of the of the show, we got an announcement that Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door HD is coming in 2024. That's the Paper Mario game from the GameCube, um, which is fascinating. Uh, they've yeah they've remastered one uh, Mario RPG before with. Um, uh, the Mario Luigi Superstar saga which was the first one they made on GBA they remastered it for um 3ds I, I really want to play that actually and they gave it like a second like a like a story Bows, like, yeah, expansion Bowser story yeah Bowser's inside story I think is what it was called no that was that was another game that oh, was, another that's right. RPG yeah, that was along a different the way. game yeah yeah but it was something like that in the at the end of the remaster so it's interesting seeing a remaster of the of of, of a classic RPG not the first one on n64. But the one that is most like a sequel to the first one that we never got again, which was Thousand Year Door, which everyone who has played it absolutely adores. Like yeah. the people who love this game don't shut up about a Thousand Year Door, and I'm very excited to give it a go.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. And it's like, and it's a, it like they've looks like they've done a lot of work on it as well. Like, they've, yeah, they've, it looks they've, really like, good. They've like sort of like ground up remade it. It's it it seems.
0: Yeah, like um, full like new new lighting and all the texture work is up to up to par. It's it looks great. Um, you know, it's all it's Funny all texture because it's all it's all two D and it's all like crude three D shapes. Um, well, like it, it's a three D game, like it's like it's yeah. No, it is, it is, but it's not like there are that many three D meshes of like characters. You know, like there are three are D environments and that's kind of it. Yeah, and a few enemies.
1: Yeah, but like the, the, they've even changed the style of the two D characters to closer resemble um, origami king, from what I can tell.
0: Oh, um, not,
1: not not like not dramatically, um, but, but just kind
0: of in like an up-res kind of gets it closer to that. Like anyway, I, kind I, of I,
1: I think that they're trying to make the Paper Mario franchise seem a little bit more cohesive than it's ever actually been. Um, yeah, which which is that that's fine. Um, uh, they they've they've removed Mario's legs is basically what I can tell because um, he had extremely short legs, and now he has none.
0: oh it's just like his body goes onto his feet yeah and his feet just like they they waddle up and down Um, so that's very cute and that's 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 pretty exciting i am glad that that is being modernized because it was just stuck on gamecube yeah totally no no stuck on wii about it you know
1: yeah like stuck on wii but yeah
0: yeah 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 well but yeah but you couldn't buy it digitally and i mean you can't now anyway but like you know you never could with that one so yeah uh, speaking of remakes, they also announced something I, I never thought we'd see, which is um, the Mario versus Donkey Kong remake, uh, which was the original Game Boy Advance game, which you and I were talking about, I want to say a month or two ago on the show. No, it was more recent than that. It was actually
1: last week because 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 this director was like all but leaked recently. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah no no that's right like you did mention the you did mention that with the leaks I feel like we spoke about it a month or two ago though cuz I maybe, remember you maybe. telling me about the old ones and how they're much more different to the first ones maybe when they announced GBA coming to the system
1: maybe I
0: don't I don't um, I don't
1: super remember that cuz to me they're kind of all the same game but
0: maybe Well that's the thing that's what we found out when we spoke about it they're all very different like they're not all like yeah cuz you were saying the one that you really liked was more like Lemmings right uh, Which like, this game isn't the first Mario vs Donkey Kong game. This one that they're remaking from GBA is not a Lemmings game.
1: No, but it's it's still you still have little guys that run around.
0: You don't control them. No, you collect them. They're the end goal. Oh. You are Mario in this game.
1: Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. like
1: you were Mario in the one that I played as well, but the Lemmings were also there. No, but while... you're
0: only Mario.
1: Yeah, but like in in this one, it's like yeah, right, okay, right, right. Gotcha. I'm 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 more I'm more understanding what you were saying now. Yeah. Um, yeah it looks so it's a
0: it's a puzzle game
1: it looks really good
0: <laughs> it does look really good that I'm, game was it's an it was an excellent puzzle game 20 years ago and i think it'll be an excellent puzzle game today but uh they it's gonna have a two-player co-op mode which is interesting i don't know how that will work really it'll but, it'll be little brother kind of like you know yeah, yeah. classic Mario co-op stuff yeah yeah uh, they shadow dropped a new 99 game, F-099, which is fascinating. We fi- we were talking about F-0 um, last week. We were talking about the entries it's had in the series and how long it's been. Um, there's a new one. It's F-099. It's back in pog form. Remember
1: F-0? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this, that's funny. I, I've, yeah. I haven't played it. I, I meant to play it before the podcast, but I just didn't get around to actually installing it.
0: I've watched about an hour of Northern Lion play it. It looks interesting. It looks fun. Absolutely hectic. But it's the kind of thing that now I've seen 99-player F-Zero. It kind of seems like a really good fit. And like 12-player right. like F-Zero would just be so sparse by comparison. <laughs> um, yeah, give that a go if you've got it online. It looks like okay fun. Yeah, uh, We saw a lot more about the new standalone Princess Peach game. It's called Princess Peach Showtime. It has a release date. Oh, and, yeah, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is coming out Feb 16. Um, Princess Peach Showtime is coming out March 22nd, uh, 2024, both of those. So, yeah, we saw a whole bunch of things. It's about, the game's about she's she's in a play and then something something magic, wizard, evil wizard, and then she has to get through these play scenarios and defeat all the evil, and she could change her outfits and she becomes, like, a musketeer or a or this or that, and that's the game. I am um, a lot of people are really buzzing for this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I found the reveal a bit disappointing personally. Oh, really? I thought it looked really fun. I mean, it does look fun, but I saw that as like a why couldn't Peach just actually go fight a wizard? We don't need this artifice of the she's doing dress ups and it's a theater and it's like like it kind of strikes me as like a she couldn't handle a real world version of this where where like Mario could. Like those were the lines that I read between, I guess, and it just, it just kind of like, like I'm sure it will be fine and it'll be fine, but I, I saw that and I'm like, yeah, like that, 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 that's a, that's a fair criticism. I,
1: I always, I always felt that like that they were all always. I mean, like it's the Mario thing of like it's always been a stage play kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like that's that's the whole theming of Mario Three, right? So like it's it's not completely out of pocket, but in terms of modern Mario, it is. So yeah, like it's it's a bit of a. Pros and cons, and it's fine. But yeah, but yeah, but there. I hope it's great. I hope it's fun. Yeah, it does look fun. I'm
1: I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I think it looks like a lot of fun, and I also think that like these games kind of occupy the same space in my brain as like some of the modern like Kirby games and stuff, or like like Toad Tracker, where it's like I'm not going to be like intensely challenged by this, and I'm not going to play this game and find like a new meaning to the word like game design.
0: Yeah. But like. Or discover a new genre. Or yeah. yeah.
1: But like, it'll still be great. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, like it's got the, it's got the, you know, the Nintendo touch. It's got the, like all, like it, it'll come together as like a fully realized thing that like you could look at and you go, yep, they kind of 100% executed on this. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be tight. It'll make you smile. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes that's, that's, that could be a high bar sometimes and it's nice when it gets cleared.
1: Yeah. The amount of games I've played this year that did not make me smile.
0: Don't even get me started on, uh, Starfield. (laughs) No, I like that game. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, next thing that they spoke about, they they announced the Tomb Raider one, two, and three remasters coming out Valentine's day, 2024, Feb 14. Um, this was interesting. It's it's the, like, like not too much to this, but it's probably the only way I would play these games because I really don't like the old versions of these. I think they'll play very similarly. They, like it's they, just they, like an uprez.
1: They will play identical.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's my biggest problem with those games is how they feel because they are so early 3D in, yeah. like, a no-one-knows-how-to-make-this-fun kind of a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it was nice to see this sort of up-res in a really unique way you know they didn't they didn't change the like model density of everything so a lot of environments are still just like a total of like 16 like polygons yeah like, you know, they, they, like faces
1: they, and corners yeah they've remastered it not like remade it
0: yeah um, exactly but and like, i think it, i think it's honestly a really good design choice for it
1: well because like they also include the button we can swap to the new and old graphics on the fly um, yes. which is to me just like it's like it's not like a necessity but like i literally always appreciate it like yes any any time i see it in a video game i'm like you, like i give you the thumbs up for for having the the having the um confidence in your art style that you would hope that people will want to visit the new one while also mm-hmm. saying to them if you really want to go back to the old one you can it's here mm-hmm.
0: um you know, obviously and a lot of people will cuz it's there that's an iconic set of games yeah yeah
1: it's it's you know the gold standard for that is you know like halo does that for example and it's it's so good in that
0: it's not many games that do it no
1: no it's 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 it requires a bit of i think humility that perhaps mm. not every game... Like, look, it requires two things. It requires humility in in saying that, like, people will love your art style. Here's a direct comparison with the new one and the old one. And also here's the old one if you want it. But it also requires you to run on the previous engine. Yeah. Um, which if they're, if they're remaking the game, then obviously they can't do that. They can't do that for, like, Final Fantasy or Demon Souls. But yeah. they could have, in some instances, in some games that I think they made a worse art style when they redid it, but they didn't include the, the new version. So they didn't include mm. the old version, like Grand mm. Theft Auto, for example.
0: Right. Could you imagine if they had included that button in Final Fantasy VII Remake? <laughs> like you press that button and it's like a hard, like you, you just warp back 25 years. <laughs> and like, if you play too much in the old version of the game, you skip like a third of remakes content in an hour. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Well, it's
1: kind of like how you can play as... Original Lara Croft in the modern Tomb Raiders.
0: (laughs) Oh, like poly, like low poly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but with modern lighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And environments and literally everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and she, yeah. Uh, Next up, they showed off uh, Splatoon 3's next uh, expansions, part of their expansion pass. Side Order looks to be a bit of a roguelike mode uh, where you go through and you unlock various modifiers and power ups and you can use that to tweak how you go into a run and it's repeatable and like wave based. Um, yeah. Looks cool. Very cr- like kind of white chromey kind of color. And then you, you the, the way your ink, your ink colors are turned by your modifiers that changes each run. So that, that looks fun. People were vibing this one.
1: Splatoon, the final shape.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also saw people uh, refer to it as um, Nia, very similar to yeah. Nier. yeah, yeah but yeah. I think only an aesthetic and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a quick one here, Trombone Champ was announced to be coming to the system. It has motion controls as well as IR, IR controls. Yep, yep. Which is great. So you could you could you could hold the 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 right Joy-Con like on your on your shoulder and uh and use your other hand like a slide pretty effectively. Um It also has four-player co-op though, which I don't know if Trombone Champ has had before, but they yeah. showed that off, and I was so smitten with the idea it seemed absolutely hilarious
1: have you played that game
0: no I haven't I haven't I saw I saw like 10 minutes of video on it and I was like I need to leave this alone and forget it happened so I can come back to it and have the best time when I come back to it
1: yeah it's it's funny it's one of those games where like you don't want to get good at it because getting good at that game is boring
0: (laughs) yeah 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 because it's just hearing a trombone (laughs) yep and like not a great trombone
1: yeah yeah it's not like Guitar Hero where it's impressive (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, the, the joy of that game is messing it up and yeah. how imprecise it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the final thing I've got down here is we saw another trailer for WarioWare Move It. I don't think this was the release date announcement, um, but, you know, they were talking about how they've got 200 games and all their different poses and um, it's coming out November 3rd. So that's in like less than two months.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this looks like a return to the WarioWare that I love, which yeah. is the original Game Boy Advance WarioWare and then the Warrior wear um, whatever it was called on Wii, the, the Wii one. That one was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love both of those. And the Wii one was so silly. You know, you had like the elephant stance, where you had to put the Wii remote on your nose, and the umbrella stance, and or you use that for and you use that for like slicing and stuff like that. Yeah. This is doing that, but with broader gyro motion controls, and and it's all about your entire body, like like having to like dance like a bunny or something like that. Like they're really going all out with it, and it looks. So silly and so fun! Perfect party for this game.
1: I'm so fucking excited for for a good new Wario. Where, yeah, it looks it looks really good.
0: Yeah, I like this. Is this may be one I just insta buy? You know, it's like I I just want this. I I need to have this.
1: Like honestly, like like I'm 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 looking at because like yeah okay so like holistically like there's there's a lot of now to it's this is like a six month direct right this is like here's a lot of our stuff that's coming out between now and like late
0: march well yeah this is that that was exactly right this this showed us what they're doing for the end of the year and the start of next year with a couple of teasers for 2024 so maybe a couple of things heading into the middle of the year
1: yeah Um, like like paper mario thousand year door for example only having 2024 I think that and Splatoon
0: three side order.
1: Yeah, um, similar time. Well, like well specifically Paper Mario. Um, that game came out in 2004. Yeah. Specifically, that game came out in July of 2004. Okay. Good chance they'll try and hit that 10 year. Sorry, the yeah, the, the 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 20 year anniversary. Like it's it's. I know I did it again. I I did it on the TikTok that I made and I did it again. Um. <laughs> I don't know how to count. Um, The (laughs) yeah, like I think that like there's a good chance that's going to be. I mean, why why wouldn't why wouldn't they? Yeah. Um. Interestingly, people have looked at that trailer and have kind of put together that that game. It looks good, but it's running at thirty. Okay. Whereas the original ran at sixty.
0: Oh yeah. Fascinating.
1: New hardware launch game?
0: Oh, maybe it's they're they showing it on Switch One. Maybe it runs better on Switch Two.
1: Who knows? Uh, very speculative. Very speculative.
0: I, I mean, that's not a massive. That's not a. That's not a heavy hitter. You know what I mean? Like that's maybe a good cross-gen game, but they'll need something else on Switch Two to sell it. Sure. A remake of the GameCube Paper Mario game weren't. It weren't convinced people who already have a Switch to go and get the new one.
1: No. Not many of them. No, I guess. But also, like, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I Like, I, yeah, there's a conversation... That's,
0: that's a good, like, sweetener, you know? That's a good, like, oh, if you've got one as well, they came out with this cross-generation game. It plays better. People say great things about it. You can get it on the old Switch, but it looks even better on the new one. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Maybe there's, there's another discussion topic for us about, like, who is the next Switch for? Um, but like, maybe, maybe we'll shelve that one. Um, the, you
0: are right though. They definitely, we're looking at the, like, you know, they had Luigi's Mansion 2 in here. We're looking down the barrel of a, a new Detective Pikachu game. It feels like the end of the 3DS, but it's the end of the Switch.
1: Kind of. Like, I think that, like, there's some good stuff here. Like, I yeah. think that, like, you know, Ma- like they didn't show Mario Wonder. That game is coming out in a couple months as well. Um, but we've that,
0: just got a, a, a solo direct for it
1: too. Yeah. And, and people are getting hands on, like we're going to get hands on that at PAX. It's going to be a, it's it, going to be a TGS. T- yeah. Tokyo game show. Like, like people are going to play that game. Um, Like the F099 is just like, here's one for you right
0: now. Um, you do look at the, the, the list here though. Like the most exciting things here, we've got a warrior Wear move it. Okay. Princess Peach Showtime. It's not coming for a little bit. Mario versus Donkey Kong remake and paper mario the thousand year door and it's the furthest away like well, it's such a well like
1: a super mario rpg was there as well which is which is november true um, that
0: is soon as well and I, I left out the things that were like known quantities
1: yeah like like and i think like the known quantities they didn't need to focus on as much because they're kind of actually quite soon um yes. but i think that like overall this was like this was the end of the switch direct but also like Here's the stuff that's going to sort of start coming around early next year. You're going to get some of these games that are that are going to perhaps maybe get like a boost for for a next mm. piece of hardware, um, which we're not announcing yet. Um, but here's some stuff to like to tide you over. But they're yeah, still gonna, some
0: fan favorites.
1: But like, but they're still going to be good. Is the thing these aren't dregs, right? Like, like the end of the 3ds was dregs.
0: Drags. So I thought you said Drakes. I'm like Drakes. drake's fortune drakes. Deception.
1: No, no, no. Like, like Little Dragon. Um. No, no, no. Like, like.
0: like <laughs> yeah. They're, and, they're and, not Drags. No, you're right. They're, like, these are still good games. Yeah. It's the, just not
1: the end of the 3ds was Drags. And yes, This yes, year I mean. we still got like Metroid Prime and Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Yeah, Pikmin Four, Pikmin One and Two.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we're getting Mario Wonder we have the the greatest mario kart already on the system we we're, we're getting more of that mario kart still coming
0: yep. and last one they they spoke about it at this one it's the last wave is finally here
1: yeah as well as like the greatest smash brothers game
0: yep like it's oh, I mean the switch. The switch's library is maybe unparalleled in terms of other Nintendo systems.
1: But but like, but they were pushing the post release content for those games out all the way until basically the end of this system. Like Smash, not as yeah. much. Smash was like a, a year off. Um, it was such an
0: early game, though, and it did. It, it went for like three years post release. Yeah,
1: and we're we're only now just getting the final amiibo for it. Yeah, like they're, Like they're still talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny. Uh, if you had to pick one or two of your favorite things from this direct, what would it what they what would they be, Jeremy?
1: Uh, I'm really excited for Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Um, yep, and I'm really excited for Mario Ware. Both of those, yeah. I think they're just both going to be so fucking fun. Um, yep. I've I've not played Thousand Year Door. I'm excited to play it, but I've I I don't have that level of excitement um, for it just because I just don't super know it that well. Um, and look, I'm excited for Peach as well. I think that that'll be fun um one yeah. we didn't mention which is maybe maybe more excited than most of those um is prince of persia um but that's like a very known quality oh, because yeah. it's like it's a ubisoft game and it's coming out of the Feb.
0: Um, oh yeah that 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 showed really well they had a great trailer there it looked amazing i'm so t- still continually looking forward to that game yeah it just like yeah yeah it, it'll tide me
1: over until Silk Song. that one
0: yeah yeah Unless they shadow drop it at PAX, which you keep thinking they're going to do. I don't
1: think that they're going to do it. I'm hoping they're going to do it. There's the, oh, okay. There's okay, a very
0: okay. big difference. Blind blind optimism. Look,
1: PAX is the last time we played that game. PAX is the only time we played that game. Yeah, that was also pre-pandemic. I know, but we played it.
0: Oh, cool. It was there. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick things from this list for the things I am looking forward to the most, for me, it's probably Thousand Year Door and then WarioWare Move It. Um, For me, Thousand Year Door... I, I never played it. I never got anywhere near playing it. Like, that trailer was probably the most I've ever seen of that game. But from what I understand, it is very close to a direct sequel of the original Paper Mario in terms of mechanics and setting and style, which the subsequent Paper Mario games were all a, a very distinct, huge departure from that original style set by the N64 and GameCube games. And as someone who played... A lot of hours of the of the N64 game, I never beat it, but a lot of hours on the N64 game as a youngster and then later on the Wii and then I want I, I want to give it a bit more time on NS, on NSO. I really enjoy that original style of Mario RPG that I mean, yeah, very that that it, it's charming in such a fun way. and you know I, I played Super Paper Mario, the one on Wii and that was such a departure. Yeah, like that... I never finished that game, like, and I liked it, but it wasn't this. So
1: o- Origami Getting King to play as the well. Plays a
0: refined version of the one that I really enjoy. I'm very much looking forward to
1: o- Origami King as well. Like another like an additional departure, um, and also one that I didn't finish. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. Like it, like it's, and that was one where they had a few like ones that are a bit lower than that in the middle, but Origami King was sort of a bit better. But it's so different. They had that like octagonal combat wheel thing, and it's like that's not what I want. I want the like. Turn-based, like Final Fantasy combat, with the the real-time button presses to make your your ability stronger. Like that's fun. Like like that's that's a great foundation. Let's go from there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, uh, but that was not all for the announcements. That's only half of the presentations that we got that day. Here's the <laughs> second half. Uh, it was the PlayStation State of Play. Seven hours later. Yeah. What a weird fucking thing. What a weird fucking thing. Um. Uh. Yeah, so I'm just gonna do what we did before, and we'll go top down, sort of most noteworthy to least, missing out a few things here. Um, top of the top of the top of the pops here, we've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth got a new trailer and an, and a release date announcement for February 29th. That's right, the the leap day of the leap year of 2024. Not many games can say they've released on February 29th, so that's fun. Um, Banger. <laughs> the trailer fucking rips yeah, yeah and i'm so excited and i saw i saw a what are they called on blue sky that just post something i saw a post from imran Skeet. imran khan azit <laughs> um talking about he said a lot of that trailer was a lot of oh i recognize this which means i can't wait to see all of the batshit crazy stuff that they haven't shown off in that game yet i'm like yeah yes imran yes it's so exciting i'm just so excited uh, they showed off there's a collector's edition that looks like it's not coming to Australia, which makes it really sad. I hope there's an announcement in the next couple of weeks, but I, I at least wanted to consider it before not purchasing it, you know, and now I can't even do that. And now I just think I want it. I'm not even giving myself the chance to realize that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a $600 statue of Sephiroth, you know? Oh, but but you,
1: you want one.
0: I want one. It'll be. I want one.
1: Yeah. And you'll have to import it.
0: Yeah. And if I didn't import it it would still be 650 bucks. Yeah. Anyway, that trailer is amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It yep. looks so good. And the quality of the of the seeing it it's it's going to be PS5 like next gen exclusive while well, the current gen now like two very di- good. Two discs. <laughs> yeah, two discs. I love that they're, they're two, two ultra HD discs. I love that they're promoting that. I, that's a good point. They're two larger disc formats. I didn't consider that. That's fucked. Yeah, it that's is. It's going to be like it's though.
1: It's going to be like 150 gig.
0: Yeah, like Star Wars was.
1: I forgot that game was 150 gig.
0: Yeah, it was way too big. Uh, next they showed off Spider Man Two. There wasn't necessarily that much here, um, in terms of like news. It, what they gave us was a lot of here's what the menus will be like. Here's what the. And it was very quick. It was like a gameplay overview. Yeah. Um, and I felt the pacing of this was it, it ruled. It was really surface level. It was very like glossing over. It was like everyone who's into this is already into it. Here's a bit more, and then we're out. Um, plus a bunch of new skins. This looked decent. This was another one where I was like looking at the quality of the of the games, like visuals, and being quite astounded by it. I was like, "Oh, this looks really, really high quality. I really like the look of this."
1: Yeah, I, I, it, it like, it's funny. Like, I'm not saying it hasn't sold me because, like, I will purchase it.
0: You're still, you're, you, are already sold, but are you still in your middle? Like, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, vibe. Yeah,
1: like I, it, the, like, look the. <laughs> I I went full nerd in to a part of it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, be, cool. Because
1: there's a part of it that is has that implications, um, for a specific character in the Marvel universe. Here we go. That if they if they adapt, like I'll, I'll say the name of the character because if you know, you know, and you don't, you don't. It's a character called Null, K N U double L.
0: Mm.
1: Adapting null is so fucking weird, right? Um, if they if they do that, that would be cool as hell. I don't know if they will in this game. I think that that might actually be a setup for a future, a future like title, a tease,
0: like like one single side mission. That's like uh, maybe next time.
1: Well, like I I think it'll genuinely like I think it's a setup for like. A Venom game down the
0: line. Oh my god! Yeah, wow.
1: yeah. Because Null is intri- that sounds awesome. <laughs> like Null is intrinsic to that part of the of the like of the Spider Man mythos. Um, so, like, and it he also doesn't super work with this version of the Spider Man. At least my my what I have in my mind of Null, which they can change. He doesn't immediately fit in this world. Mm-hmm. He's he's a bit too big. It'd be like, it'd be like bringing in, like, not like Thanos, but like, kind of like Thanos.
0: Oh, like, is a bit like Avengers level. He's he's
1: a bit cosmic.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's not a,
1: he's not a friendly neighborhood villain. Um, And he's a bit, he's a bit more, he's a bit more ethereal than, uh, than Venom or, or Craven or Doc Ock or Green Goblin. Yeah. 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 He's a bit, he's a bit next level. Um, Right.
0: A bit interstellar and a bit less. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Um, which is why I thought it was fucking fascinating that we got like a kind of overt tease of him in yep. in it. Um, which yeah, is I mean, I'm funny. down.
0: Maybe that's maybe that's Venom's origin story for I can, why he's there. Yeah,
1: like like he he's got he's got strong links to Venom, so like I I can see that being a if we get a Venom game at some point.
0: No, like like from outer space, like superhero lands like on Norman Osborn's terrace in his penthouse. Walks inside, shakes Norman's hand. Symb- symbiote, like, like, yeah, <laughs> like goes across, yeah, and then he walks back out into the terrace and jumps up into the sky, and then, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, that would, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm into it, but I'm not like, yes, I'm so excited for Spider Man Two. I love Spider Man Two. We'll see how we go.
0: That's funny. We were, we were when that when that game finished, when we, we were ready for the next one. Yeah. I hope they prove you wrong and surprise us and delight me, us. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I know. I know you're not against the game. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, no, I know you're not against the game.
1: <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man.
0: <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a black screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was coming. Uh, next, they announced. Uh, they showed off Resident Evil Four VR. Um, coming for PSVR too. I don't know if it's coming to other things. Um, but then they then almost immediately showed off Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways which is new DLC um, for the Resident Evil 4 game that we got earlier this year and it's out, as of the time of recording this, in three days, it's out on the 21st of September and it's basically Ada Wong DLC You, you it's, it's a, it's a stretch of the game where you play as Ada during the events of Resident Evil 4. I am so stoked it looks very good I don't know when I'm going to play it. Yeah. But it looks great. Yeah,
1: that, that's how I thought as well. Like, hell yeah, more Resident Evil 4. I don't immediately have time for this, but I hope one day yeah, I do. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> when When will I do this? Don't ask me that question. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hopefully at some point soon. That would be great. But yeah, there's just, there's just too much right now. Yes. Oh, well. Uh, Jeremy,
0: do we need to do a reset?
1: Ah, the, it's just the stream. Don't worry about it. Uh, if it comes
0: I'm gonna, back, it I'm comes getting back. a little bit of delay and funkiness on my end for you too. Uh,
1: okay. I think the audio is fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Usually you're yeah. you're like a second behind your audio.
1: Oh, okay. It's 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 all good on on, on my end. I like okay, like your that's fine. your Make audio you. and video is totally fine. So,
0: all right, let's keep going then. Um, the next they announced. Get ready for this one. Colors. Uh. <laughs> uh. New colors for the DualSense controllers and uh, the PS5 faceplates. These they're calling them the Deep Earth Collection. They're basically like a shiny, barely metallic version of a Prime Red and a Prime Blue and a silver color. Um, this isn't like that noteworthy, except that it's good to point out that this is the first time they've done like just like proper Prime colors instead of like a oh a magenta and a cyan and a and a, and a purple and a. Whatever, like it's the first time they've just done like red and blue and silver, and I'm glad. I'm glad we've got those there.
1: Yeah, I, I, they they look cool. One of like the 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 red, the silver one looks really cool. I'm 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 keen for the silver one. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. buy them, but like they look cool.
0: Yeah, and they they give off vibes of older PS2, PS3 era stuff. Like there there have been silver PS2s and. And like I've I've traded in the, the like metallic red and metallic blue PS3 controllers. Like it it is it is like a good nostalgic prime color that they pick. They didn't just pick like red and blue. They picked like good. PlayStation red and blue. What 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 console did I say that were like
1: <laughs> the other day? They're like the Game Boy SP. That's what they are. They are yes. They are the Game Boy SP. The Game Colors. Boy Advance SP. When yeah. you when you Google Game Boy Advance SP, you get three images a red one, a blue one, and a silver one.
0: And they're all metallic. They're all metallic. And they all fucking rule Maybe that console may be the best of all time. Maybe. The Game Boy Advance it, SP. Yeah. The Game Boy Advance SP. Oof, okay.
1: I'm. I'm not. I'm just upset. gonna. Like, I'll just let you sit with that one if you want. I don't, I don't. Like, I'm
0: not. I'm not calling it. I'm saying it is in the running. Okay. Ha- it is handily in the running, no doubt, because the Advance has an incredible library. It was. It had a backlight, rechargeable battery, was still backwards compatible with old Game Boy games. It had an awesome design. You could get awesome, um, special edition designs on that one too. They had. They had Legend of Zelda ones. They had. I think they had like a tribal tattoo design, which is Oh, the one with Mario
1: when he's Mario's got the tribal tattoo. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. I'm gonna get an image up for you. Okay. It's it's an it's an incredible piece of old games advertising. Mario tribal tattoo.
0: Oh, is that literally what it was? For the SP, they they gave Mario that tattoo to promote the SP.
1: Yes. Here, here we go.
0: Oh, well, he's, that's, he's that's like doubly appropriative.
1: Goodness me. If it's cool enough for Mario.
0: Wow. Nice Comic Sans font, Nintendo. Sh-
1: they sure don't make it like that anymore.
0: No, they don't. Wow. What, what is the name of it? Tribal Edition. Tribal Edition Game Boy Advance SP. Yep. Yeah, not great, although it was not cool. Not great at, the time.
1: at all. <laughs> Um, little
0: little nine year old me didn't know any better. No, I'm,
1: cool. Absolutely not. Um, I will I will see your Game Boy Advance being the best console, and raise... Game Boy
0: Advance SP specifically. Okay, and I will
1: raise you the Nintendo DS Lite hmm. because it has the entirety of the Game Boy Advance in it.
0: No, no, because we got to, we got to, we got to, sep- well, well, no, I didn't, though. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> no, like, it, it, it's got to be like just a single dot point, though, you know, like backwards compatible with that library. Cool. But it's, it can't just fully coattail off Game Boy Advance library. It's like, no, I this know, one but, wins because it.
1: But also the DS Lite.
0: Yeah, I never had one. Oh. Uh, I can't. It's I, ca- I had a, a chunky boy. It's, a, it's an all timer. I mean, I think the DS. Family is an old timer.
1: Yeah, but like the DS Lite is the mainstay of of the DS family. 3DS is like, I think, the next the next generation down. Like like the child. Whereas like (laughs) the the DSI didn't hit like the DS Lite did. Yeah. And the DS Lite became the Nintendo DS.
0: Yeah, but only because the DS did so well in the first place.
1: Sure, but like the DS Lite was like you would get
0: better in every way. <laughs>
1: yeah, like and it, like and you, like you would get people you would get commercials of people Do you remember the commercials of people sitting on the couch? You know, like playing it or whatever? You know, like they would get like Jamie Oliver to do like a cooking game, you know, all that stuff. Do you remember like they had a they had Hamish Blake do a DS commercial?
0: This I is think you more you were more keyed into the to the the T V commercials for the DS than I was. The, I got my DS and I stopped paying attention. The DS Discourse <laughs> <laughs> DS course. DS course. I just want to point out, because uh, we had some stream issues just then, we've just gone live again. Yeah, uh, no. It, it, we got hit with a notification and the stream preview is you holding up the, the picture of Mario on your preview with the tattoo. Uh,
1: yeah, no, we're back. Uh, there's, a, there's a computer in my house that decided to download um, a, a copy of the movie Blue Beetle, <laughs> which <laughs> um, which decided to tank my internet.
0: It's a virus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, next up, enough about the Game Boy Advance SP, back to the PlayStation State of Play. Um, they opened with more footage from Baby Steps, which is Bennett Foddy's new game. Looks like uh, putting a bit of story slash a, 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 a modicum of like narrative slash like, gameplay pacing into a 3D environment and also the mechanics of something frustrating like op or Getting Over It, which are Bennett Foddy's games. It looks very funny with some very good Aussie humor. Uh yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the guy like the guy who is baby stepping runs into this this Aussie hiker and is just like, oh why don't you just grapple that? Why don't you just grapple that to keep going? And he's like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll grapple that. He's like, Yeah, grapple that fucker. <laughs> like they opened with him saying fuck a bunch of times. He's like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll grapple that fucker.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then and they stand there awkwardly, and then the hiker goes, Alright, well, Salada. <laughs> <laughs> and grapples away and I'm like, oh, the best use of the word Solada ever. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. That game looks just such good fun. I'm very excited it for it. It looks that. Really it's coming good. mid next year. Yeah. Uh Foam Stars announced an open beta. It's coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh yes. it looked okay. Where are- you know, PlayStation Splatoon. Where are my foam stars at? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. It's what? not just PlayStation, is it? it will be Xbox too.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just Square Enix's, yeah, um, it's squ- Splatoon,
0: squ- Square Splatoon. I mean, yeah. it looks it looks okay. Uh, From I'm, keen, like, I'm, I'm keen, keen to give it a environments- go. The environments, pardon. I'm keen to give it a go. Yeah, no, me too. I'm keen for it to be okay. I'm keen for it to have the chance to be okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the environments they they all look. Like the 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 surroundings of each environment all look very samey, very black. You know what I mean? Like very like black road and all of that. And like it like I I want some of the environments to be a bit more um uh different. But I wonder if they're going for that all black aesthetic for the foam to pop off against. Cause it's not like Splatoon where you just paint the geometry. It's like the foam kind of makes geometry in the world, it looks like, where you kind of like stand on like extra extra land that the phone makes
1: yeah yeah it's yeah look like i i think i i just kind of have the same opinion of it when i first saw it which is like there's room for more of these and i'm glad that they're kind of swinging in a in their own kind of direction yeah, yeah and totally. that, they're it's not just swing. they're not just completely doing still doing again yes yes because um, that would be not as good
0: uh, we saw a bit from Helldivers 2. I, I thought the gameplay from this looked a bit early. It looked a bit not great. I am excited for Helldivers 2 just generally because I think Arrowhead are quite good. But the reason I bring this up is because it was heavily rumored for a long time that they were going to launch in October. Yeah, and everyone was no, like, what are happen. you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Get out of there. And yeah. So this announced they're, rele- they're, they're launching Feb 8th, 2024. So I think that's a good place for that game to go.
1: Yeah, I, I I wasn't amazingly impressed by this. I love the su- uh, the scale and the scope of it, mm. but it just looks a bit a bit rough around the edges.
0: Yeah, it looked a bit early to be showing us a demo like that, like like frame yeah. drops and all of that. It looks yeah. promising, but like like promising in that the first game was good, and I'm interested to see how it works. But yeah, it wasn't the best showing of this one. Yeah, I don't, look, I'm yeah. glad they got it out of October.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Especially if they're planning on releasing it looking like that.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the last bit of noteworthy things I've got here, that something I would never have called is Tales of Arise got a new expansion announcement, which is coming out November 9th. Ne- yeah. November 9th this year. Mm. I wrote 2024. That's incorrect. 2023. So that's, uh, that's in less than a couple of months. This kind of blew me away because Tales of Arise really, it, uh, people really liked it when that game came out, but it's been two years since that game released. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's an expansion coming in six weeks. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Usually Good this is for tales of arise fans. Us-
1: usually this is around the time they announce another one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like they would have announced this within a year or something like this is like, yeah. or they would have announced it. Like when they started development on it, like, like a uh, shadows of the earth tree for Elden ring. Yeah.
1: Um, um, yeah. I don't know. Cool. I, yeah, what, totally. From, from what I played with that game, I really liked it. I would I would like to go back one day.
0: Yeah, one day. One day when you don't have a when you got nothing else to do with your yeah. the eighty hours.
1: Yeah, just fuck around and get all the way into Tales
0: of Arise. Yeah, totally. Uh Jeremy, what are your one to two highlights of the show?
1: Uh Benefotti's game um is probably yep. my number one. Um
0: Number one above Final Fantasy.
1: Oh no, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> uh, sorry. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy is my number 1, Battlefield is number 2.
0: Yeah. Um mine's mine's very much the same. Yeah. Like well, with 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 separate ways Resident Evil 4 just below that.
1: Right. Um yeah, they they both look really good. Um fucking like Final Fantasy 7 remake 2 whatever it's Rebirth. called, Rebirth 2. It feels it feels real now. Um Yeah and i love how the environments in that game look like those pre-rendered like
0: the backgrounds
1: yeah like but they look like those pre-rendered backgrounds but they look like those pre-rendered cutscenes that you would get attached to like the front and the end of a final fantasy right like that right. that really like that, it
0: looks better than advent children
1: Uh, yeah, but like, but like the the the, there's like a specific vibe of of this that I'm that I'm trying to articulate. That's quite difficult because it's very specific. But the 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 cutscene style back then, lighting was always quite harsh Mm. because it was it was a lot more basic.
0: It was it was all very new.
1: But it was also all the lighting was always done. Very rarely would you get a light that was just white. There was always a light that was sort of, it was always like a a shade of a yellow for a sun or like some orange. There was a lot of like like the green of the like
0: life force of the planet.
1: Yeah, but it was, it was always incredibly harsh. Um, and they've managed to weirdly recapture that feeling,
0: Um, but without it looking completely dog shit. Without it. Well, but like
1: I don't, ever think, I don't think it ever looked dog shit. Was the thing? It just looked like a style. It looked like a, a like what they could do, like the best of what you could do at that point. Which was, yeah. don't try and make it look photorealistic because photorealism isn't going to work yet. So no. go for this style. Go for this, this, this colorful, bright, vibrant scene with this style of animation that is rounded off edges, but when there's a sharp corner it feels like brutally sharp yeah the the um the the closest example that i can think of is is towards the end of final fantasy 7 when you start to go through that gigantic climb and you look over the land and you see this like
0: incredible broken plate
1: yeah 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 and you see that sunset scene that is that captures final fantasy 7 to me more than any other part of that game that is the point. That is the point in that game where I was like, "Oh, like, like." Not that I had any like cause for concern, but like, I was like, "No, like they they so know what they are trying to evoke here." Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. this trailer was fucking full of it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know much of this. Like, I hadn't played the original before Seven Remake, and I have seen footage of the original since playing remake um and so i have a bit of a a frame of reference now for some of the locations like the 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 seaport and playing crisis core as well like the the seaside town with that gigantic cannon like like i've seen that in the original game yeah but seeing it in the seeing that location in the trailer was stunning in a way that like horizon doesn't even look that good like forbidden west doesn't look that good you know the way the foliage looks on the trees you know it's craggly it's 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 rocky but you know it it goes down to more brush into sort of a beachy kind of vibe but yeah it's it's quite tropical there's waterfalls it's 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 still harsh there's still monsters nearby It, it 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 feels very 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 well realized um and look, at this point, I suppose it should, right? Considering how many fucking times all of these locations have been designed and redesigned and revisited and remastered and redesigned again, um, but they're really—they're not. That it, it, it really feels like they're hitting. And I got—I got really excited um, getting to see what these sort of other fan favorite characters that I've heard of and don't haven't had much time with because I haven't played this game yet, like uh, Kate Sith and. Uh, seeing Yuffie there, seeing her interacting with the squad, and um, getting that tease of Vincent right at the end, and seeing all of them together, and seeing Red Thirteen as playable, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, this this, they're they're making all of them playable in this game, and they're all going to have their own sort of unique styling, like they had in that first one, they're all going to be there from the first one, and, like, at least another four characters, from what I could tell, playable as well it's like it, it's starting to like boggle my my brain a bit. And when they when they showed this trailer, they said, "Oh, there's a hundred hours of content in this game," and like I kind of believe it. I, I played the original for a hundred hours. By the time I did one playthrough, new game plus on hard, uh, and then did uh, the optional combat challenge for, and then did the platinum, I guess. Yeah. And then I did the DLC. I I, I got. A hundred hours plus on that game. So I'm not surprised to hear that. But if they're saying it's like a hundred hours for one playthrough, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do.
1: But like it also feels like it feels so authored, it feels so directed, like all of those all of the different like you know, like cinematics, obviously, but even yeah. just the the way the world is like sort of put together. There's a there's a there's a feeling of like you're in this world, like here's where you're focusing on, here's your goal over here. It's this giant structure nearby. You know the route that you're going to be taking and the world is like designed in a way that it's going to guide you through these areas. Um, And like coming out-
0: Remake did a good job of of making the interstitials between places really engaging and fun. Totally, right? Give you room for character moments as well. I hope they continue that.
1: And like coming out of 16, right? Like there are some really well- directed cutscenes in 16 and there are some fucking uninteresting ones Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like we've got six actors in a room that are all talking to each other and the camera is just kind of vaguely tracking around a room looking at whoever's there whereas also
0: a lot of like not using those a lot of space that they have in between story moments like with character growth. It was like a lot of like, I wish you characters would talk about this thing you haven't spoken about yet. Why are you ignoring this? Yeah. Whereas like
1: the, you like you, you remember the conversations in Final Fantasy seven remake, you know, you're going to yeah. get similar conversations in this new one where like, they're going to be talking about the shit that just happened because they're written yeah. like real people.
0: Um, and they're gonna t- they're gonna be talking about Cloud having these like episodes now, you know, like he's 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 becoming more unreliable. He, like his whatever the fuck happened to him is becoming more overt, and I can't wait to see what they do with that. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what they fucking do with Zack Fair in this game. I cannot wait. I love that we are getting multiple timeline Final Fantasy VII because it's so batshit and it's gonna be so fun to see if they try to keep different people alive or if they like, they try to go really hard, like, and change like time, like, like time travel. And they like, can't break, they can't break it in the end. And they'll, and it's this whole like story moment. They have to let go of them anyway. Or something. It, it's, it's rife for new character interactions. That I'm very there for. I
1: hope Sora shows up.
0: Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> it, it, it could so happen. It's still within the realm of possibility is
0: the thing. That would make me so upset, especially if Sora shows up after a Disney character. That would, I would, I would throw my... There's, there's not
1: there's not going to be two Disney characters. It'll be Sora or no one. Like, they don't, like, you know Disney I reckon now.
0: they won't want to put Sora in there if there aren't Disney characters.
1: Look at Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh. like Like, it's happened before.
0: Oh. all right, Jeremy. What did you think of this of this state of play overall? Uh, it's fine.
1: Like it it it, it was fine. Like it, it was like like final fantasy stuff was cool. Um, it's cool to see. You get cool to get more baby steps. Um. Pfft. I don't know. Like, i I still think I still think that it, like it could have been an email. Like, there was like there was there was a lot of stuff in there that was like really kind of like like just like not not immediately impressing.
0: Um, like, See, that's that's it's th- funny because I feel that way about Nintendo as one, well, but I I really enjoyed the state of play, especially considering how uh, lackluster they have been in in recent years. Like the states of play the state states of plays have been worse than this across the board.
1: So, some some of them, yeah. But like I don't like I think like I just kind of like bundled this one this in with like, like it's another one. Like there was oh, really like like and I think part of it is because like what they showed here, like on paper, is kind of interesting, but I I'm still not like I'm still not immediately hyped for Spider-Man. Um Resident Evil 4 DLC is like cool, but like I've never You know, the Resident Evil DLC is not the thing that has ever immediately excited me.
0: It's... Jeremy, it's Resident Evil 4. I I know, I know. We love that game.
1: We do love that game. I also love 8. It was one of my games of the year. I haven't touched any of their DLCs. Like the... Apparently
0: it's (laughs) Garbo. Well, like,
1: this is the thing. Like, Resident Evil DLC is not a thing that excites me.
0: Uh, Okay, okay. Fair enough.
1: Resident Evil 7 DLC, also Garbo.
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough.
1: Good Um, call. Final Fantasy, yes, clearly. More colors of PlayStation, like that's that's good a, enough. Whatever, like that's a tweet.
0: Yeah,
1: um, Tales of Arise, hilarious. Yeah, that, like like that's like that's like funny. Yeah, Honkai Star Rail, whatever. Um, Baby Steps, yes, cool. Roblox was there. Ghostbusters, it was like in, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and VR. Yeah. like the Avatar game. Like I'm excited for that, but this trailer didn't really do anything for me. And Ghost Runner Two also still looks continues to look quite cool. I need to finish that first one. Um. Yeah. Like it, it. Like overall, it was kind of like. Like this feels like half of a state of play to me.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. It's a lot of like not much new here. A lot of known quantities here. I loved seeing more, rebirth. And I loved. I love getting that surprise of the Resident Evil Four DLC. Baby Steps was good fun. And then Spider Man Two did more for me than I thought it would for a trailer. So yeah, but I. I guess. I just enjoyed it more, and it was tighter and faster. You know what I mean? Like they got in, and they got out. It was twenty-seven minutes, and I wasn't upset with any of it.
1: No, like, like there was nothing. There's nothing in either of them that was like offensive.
0: I think it was just I like they really don't like the name Unicorn Overlord. I,
1: I don't know why you have such an issue with that. Like, I mean, neither do I. Also, it just is. Also, like that game, like looks like it looks like a good game. Like it's a, it's a tactics game. Um, you know, there's there's room for those and. Like, I've heard not a single bad thing about 13 Sentinels ages room. So,
0: like, I have really. Oh, I, yeah, it's about like you, like, like a lot of those protagonists are kids and they get like naked and like the game kind of sexualizes them a bit, slash, a lot. Oh, I haven't heard that. Um, (laughs) it's kind of like an underlying, like, yeah, this game's cool, just like, don't worry about the, the, the naked bits, yeah, right. Um, well,
1: regardless, I think that like overall, like Unicorn Overdrive looks like a good game. Even if even if I might not play it, like I still think like it looks like a good game. But we got like three new Mario games coming out of that direct.
0: I mean uh, Yeah. Yep, okay. And well, two of them are remakes.
1: Two of them are two two of them are remakes, but like they're like ground up remakes they're not like yeah
0: and and like fan favorite like like good good ones to pick like yeah Yeah.
1: one of the best warioware games maybe that we've had in a while (laughs) we don't know yet look it looks like that
0: yeah i don't know maybe that's the difference here maybe that's the difference i'm not getting that excited because it's like oh yeah mario vs. donkey kong remake that's cool Oh, Thousand Year Door, awesome like it's like yeah cool and then princess peach showtime i'm a little lower on it than most people and, and those are the those are the heavy ones there. WarioWare is up there. It's, it's doing good. But I also know it's WarioWare, and I'll probably only get five to eight hours out of it. Whereas looking at Rebirth, I'm looking at something that is, I'm... Well, it, it's the sequel to maybe my favorite game of all time. That is going to rate highly. Sure. Regardless of where it's shown. You know, Game Awards, Gamescom, State of Play. It was here, so it goes to the State of Play column that wins there. But again, I, I looked forward to that Spider-Man 2... Uh, gameplay, me getting controller hands on soon because of seeing it here that that did help me get more excited as someone who is already like locked in to play it. Resident Evil 4 separate ways did maybe it's, maybe it's that there is more new things here that is going to hook me compared to something like Mario vs. Donkey Kong. I don't know how far I'll get into Princess Peach. I don't know if it's going to be for me. Thousand Year Drive definitely will play, you know, maybe that's a difference.
1: But there was, there was nothing new here aside from Resident Evil
0: and deep earth face plates and jewel sense yes <laughs> <laughs> accessories and the, and we're the not gonna buy tales tales of arise dlc
1: sorry yeah and the tales of DLC. like those are the only two new things that we got
0: like it's like yeah.
1: it's like and like i'm like I, like I, I think for me like i'm looking at the nintendo direct i see nothing but eights and nines
0: yeah but those a lot of these aren't new either thousand year door is a remake Mario vs Donkey Kong is a remake. F-099 is just the SNES game made online. Yep, no, but
1: like- Toon but uh, Raider 1 to no, 3 okay, remasters. No, 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 no. Turn no. 3 DLC. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping you there because what we are getting is things that I didn't know existed the day before the Direct came out. Is what, like, the, the, it is a new right, thing. You're getting
0: announcements.
1: Yeah, I'm getting, yes, something new. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to, I know nearly all of this is, is exists. Like, I'm getting trailers for things that I that I knew existed in my head.
0: But I'm more excited about these things I already knew about.
1: You're excited about two of the things that you already knew that were there.
0: I'm excited about Baby Steps. And but, Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways was new. We are getting that.
1: Yeah, that's one of the two new things.
0: Yeah. And the other things they showed, I'm still very, very excited for. I, I don't know if
1: you should be excited about, about separate ways. <laughs> Their track record is worse. No, than... No, I
0: meant the things we already knew about. So oh, Spider-Man no. 2 and Rebirth. Yeah, sure. I'm more excited for both of those than I am for the thing I'm most excited for in the Nintendo Direct.
1: I'm weirdly more excited about WarioWare than I am for Spider-Man. <laughs> like I just what, I
0: What about Rebirth though? Yeah, like,
1: like, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously excited about Rebirth, but I'm I just,
0: I just need, you, I just need you to say it.
1: I know, but I also still have Final Fantasy VII that I haven't played. Like, I still have that sitting ready oh, to go. Like, like, what you, a joy
0: for you. Like, like, I'll get
1: there. Like, and I'll get
0: what there. A, what a, what a, I'm so happy for you.
1: <laughs> like, I'll get to there. Have that. I'll get there before Rebirth comes out. But I'm not like,
0: like, no, it's not. It's there is too much. Like, there's too much to do. That is incredible for this year. Yeah, you can, you can handle. In, like episode intermission chapter two in January, no worries. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I think maybe going from that almost directly into rebirth could be kind of fun. It
0: could, it could help, yeah, yeah. Because the the ending cutscene of intermission takes you immediately out into post seven remake with Cloud and Barrett and, yeah. and Tifa and Red. Yeah, like you get you get a little post scene with them as well.
1: Um, yeah it it it's it's kind of meant to bridge the gap I think I think in a more perfect world rebirth well I mean we know this rebirth was actually already meant to come out this year um and and oh. the, well hmm?
0: well they said they said winter they said winter next year or whatever didn't which they, is like
1: didn't they say 2023 initially was like they just said the year
0: it was it was winter it might have been winter 2023 or it yeah. might have just been winter next year right but okay. what I had that in my head is like well they said winter. And February, I think, in America, is still technically winterish. So it's really not that far from what they initially announced. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, February it, is still summer yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah,
1: no, sorry, so. yeah, sorry, I'll, I I had it mixed up. Um,
0: you know, yeah, they I guess. don't change in in the states. They don't change their seasons on the new on the on the first of a month. Yeah. They don't a lot yeah. of people in the States don't know when the seasons change because it's a random like twenty something of August or whatever. It's like, what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> anyway. I don't, they're, they're, there are so many things wrong with that country. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things. And now that they, we're
0: back to the to the break. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Yeah, look, I think I just I needed all of these to try and win me over. And the only one that did was like Final Fantasy and Bennett, Bodies game. Um, hmm. Like Spider Man still hasn't won me yet.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I mean, like, I think that's a like it won me is the thing. Yeah, but you're a sucker. <laughs> yeah, but like three years ago for this you would have been too.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Like, like, and and this this is what 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 I'm what I'm concerned about is I'm concerned that the things that they are d- d- doing in this, like you know, like them saying like the map is twice as big as it was last year or oh, sorry last time. I'm like
0: that. I don't care no for me i do really care because when i finished miles morales i was like i need to be in a place that isn't just this one strip of new york again because i've done it twice now i need something else sure
1: but like but them like the, the 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 it wasn't like you know it was like hey we've got this other island this new this new section and stuff but like but like I don't, I don't need. Just... You don't like
0: them using it as like a a size, like a quantity.
1: No, this this is this is like Starfield. We have two thousand planets. Like I like I don't I don't care. Like if if it's good, then great. But you telling me how big it is is not exciting to me. No matter yeah. who, no matter who. I you wonder are. if
0: that's a symptom of how much they're trying to say as quickly as they said it. But yeah,
1: yeah. Also, the water stuff, the water gliding. I don't think it looks.
0: Great, the water gliding.
1: like the being able to skid across water and the and the the wingsuit and the like the, there's things in there that I feel like they're, they're having to solve problems that they've created for themselves. Like they've made this map that is now twice as big as what they what they had, right? So the solution is now that you've got a wingsuit and you can go through these rings and it boosts you through the air, so you get more speed, so you can traverse faster. And there's different ways to traverse over the sections of water and between the two islands, so you're not. And it's like, I think that this is you are now having to create solutions for problems you've created yourself by making a world that is maybe already too big. Because my issue in Spider Man was never I'm not getting there fast enough.
0: No, but they also made you faster.
1: Like I I know I know that you could swing faster and stuff, and there are things you could do, like you know the jet, like the you know the dash forward and stuff. (laughs) But like I didn't need a way to fly in that game or glide fly like the. I'm like my my cynical brain gives me Superman 64 flashbacks of flying through yeah no
0: with the rings in the air it's it's easy it's an easy comparison but yeah like glide like wingsuit
1: it's a bit like what it reminds me of which is like I hope I hope it doesn't go this way did you ever play Saints Row 4 yes You think this looks like Saints Row 4? No, but what I'm saying is Saints Row 4 suffered because it created solutions to problems that it had created, which was, well, you know... Yes,
0: the... but I also think... I I understand why Saints Row 4 did that, because, like, I mean, they could have done it differently, but I understand why they did that, because 3 did so well, and they, and the series that was known for being over the top had a successful and... Entry, entry, and they had to one-up themselves. Yeah, you like, know? I, I, I get it, but... It... These guys are in the same boat without mm. the... Dildo bats.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm concerned that they're going to fall in the same trap. Like, like my concern is that they're going to accidentally have to do the same thing again, and then not make a game that's better than their first one.
0: Which is, all, I mean, all I wouldn't I be want. upset. I wouldn't be upset if we still got like another eight, like a, an eight or a nine Spider-Man. If it's not like, like sure, like like a- if, if it's as good as Miles Morales, I'll be slightly disappointed and mostly ecstatic.
1: But I, when, you're, when you're doing, a, like, a big thing like this, I want you to be able to not have to, like, give yourself problems. Like, it's, it, it, it happens so often. I don't and know
0: if it's a give yourself problems thing. Again, this is, the, like, I want them to add more places to go. Yeah. And but- they heard that feedback. How do they address that in a New York setting? Well, New York's a fucking island, so they have to add another island. Like, I don't know if this is a problem. I don't know if this is like an unforced error, you know? Like this is, it's a natural extension of what their design of this game is. I don't think it's them, it's not them stepping on a rake. It's them, it's it's, it's, a, it's a required problem to address, I would say. But I think that I don't need it to be
1: bigger. I just need it to be different.
0: Do you want, you want them to reduce the amount of New York main island they have to give you other space that is different?
1: Well, maybe they can do, like, a different, like, a, a different version of that, right? Like, you don't get the entire New York island that you used to have. You get a bottom part and, I think and I, a surrounding I, I, area.
0: Been, I, I'm happy with them giving us the island and giving us a bit more because, like, they've done that work on it. They already brought it forward with Miles. They can give it a bit more, like, foliage and bird density and fucking whatever, and and then make more stuff over there too. It's still a road... but Like, it's a it's a place that exists and continues to exist. Like, it is a real city because it's based off a real city. There's nothing wrong with it continuing to be there, and then they give us a bit more. Like, I, like, I, I hope I'm wrong.
1: I'm just concerned. Like, I just... Like, nothing here okay. is, has made me go, like, yeah, I, I'm... I'm not looking at a slam dunk in my eyes. I'm looking at, like, a, okay, let's see how we go. Like, let's, let's see how it
0: comes. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Web, 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 web winged arms crossed. I think the gliding doesn't look that fun. It's not as cool as swinging.
1: It's not as cool as no.
0: swinging. But you can swing whenever you want.
1: Yeah, I know, but if gliding is faster than swinging, but swinging is more fun than gliding, then that's annoying. You know, when the faster travel is not as fun as the like fun travel, and it's like, oh, but I want to swing, but like I'm gonna get there way faster if I just fucking glide.
0: And you're like, ugh.
1: Hmm. From the
0: footage I've seen, it doesn't look that faster. Why is it there? (laughs) <laughs> all right. We're we're, we're going to leave. We're going to put a pin in that right there. Uh <laughs> That's it for this week's episode everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh we're about to do the post show live on Twitch. We're going to try and come up with a name for this episode. Um We've got one. Yeah, we got we got a couple. We got a couple. We're just we, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go over it with the chat, see what they reckon. Um but yeah, thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. Um what are we talking about next week, Jeremy? Maybe Lies of P, who knows. Definitely Lies of P. That game comes out right. tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought it was out because there's been so much coverage over the last week. Like the review yeah. embargo was days and days ago, yeah. and streamers have been streaming it Friday for or like days. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us, uh, if you want to follow the minimap account to find out when new episodes go live, when we go live, when we're streaming. Uh, you can follow all of our social accounts at minimapau. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. Jeremy, where can they follow you?
1: Uh, at Obi One Jez.
0: Uh, you can follow me at KJ Palmer on Blue Sky, KJ Palmer underscore 24 on Twitter. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au uh, to find absolutely everything else minimap related, including the mini podcast, our pecking order kissability pop culture ranking podcast, our latest written articles. There's other there's plenty of content about Spider-Man on this website because we started this uh, website. Three months before Spider Man twenty eighteen came out. So yeah. you can hear our initial impressions of when we played it then. I did a piece on the DLC about how it's like good like junk food kinda game. Um gaming, I, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I did
1: a preview for Alaskan Road Truckers last week.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we've got a new written article. Yeah, Jeremy's preview of Alaskan Road Truckers. That went up. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. That game looks that game that game's fine. Yeah, and you did a you did a good preview of it. Beep beep. Honk, honk. I was going to say, just classic Alaskan truck sound. It's like a Vespa. (laughs) Uh, For those of you listening to us later, please make sure to give us those uh, positive ratings, those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings, as it says here on the script. Uh, It helps us out a lot. And if uh, if you'd like to, you consider joining us live for the live show next week. If you're free and available Monday night, it's a good time. Lastly, just wanted to remind you that we are also on Patreon if you wanted to support us there, if you wanted us to support us monetarily, financially, to help us keep the mics and lights on, you can do that at patreon.com slash minimapau and for 5 Australian bucks you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast as well as some other benefits, all while helping us out greatly. We're going to leave that there we're going to head off, we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening, have a great week, see you in Krat, place in Lice P. Oh, uh, oh, goodbye! God.